Hello, boys and girls. It's Wolfman Dave again. Episode 24 of That Metal Podcast. So I have... Gonzo. And... Will. So, Will's our first time guest co-host, I guess you'd want to call it. And he has a few things to say, but we'll, we'll, we'll go about, about but that episode, the Dance Final episode. <laughs> we'll cover that in a, in a bit, though. So, how's everybody been? Uh, been good, man. Just working no longer on graveyards, so... Fuck yeah. Finally living life like a normal person again. It's nice. You see the light, the daytime... It's kind of, it was, I was telling, actually, Will, because uh, we work together. I was telling yeah. Will, like, um, yeah, it's really jarring to go outside and see it's the sun. It's daytime when you get up. Well, because I would go out for a cigarette, and it would always be night. So I'm used to that. <laughs> yeah. You know, nice, cool nights. Yeah. And then I go by, I'm like, holy it's fucking shit. fucking hot as shit. It's like 100 degrees, and I can't. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. It's not, yeah, it's not. It's ridiculous, man. But it's still nice. I have a better schedule, dude. Yeah, totally, dude. Absolutely. But, That's um, cool. So, what have you guys been listening to lately? Well, who wants to start first? Uh, the newbie. Will, we'll start first. Go for it. I usually put on Dark Synthwave. Okay. Um, Perturbator, Carpenter mm-hmm. Brute, mm-hmm. Uh, Laser Hawk. Mm-hmm. Meteor. You should check out Meteor if you haven't. I don't think I have. They're right up that alley, dude. Magic Sword. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, there's... Uh, there's they're, I forget who they were, but they have an album called, like, Sega AD or some shit like that. The Mega Drive? Uh, Mega Drive. Yeah. And then there's another band that we're talking about. Is it Dance of the Dead? Dance with the I'll Dead? Oh, Dance with the Dead. Dance with the Dead. Those guys are fucking awesome, dude. Yeah. yeah. But also check out Meteor. They're they're really cool. Yeah, Meteor, Meteor. Yeah, just... They have, like, an EP, I think. I don't think they have a lot of material out there. I that's the first one we heard. Yeah, yeah. The, the the meteor EP is one of the first. It we sounds like a like a fucking like a John Carpenter soundtrack. Yeah, eighties, super eighties. Well, you already know because it's. Yeah. yeah. I just call it synthwave. Uh, to me, it's. But I guess it could be dark synthwave. I guess. Well, so the official term is new retrowave. Oh. For for that entire genre, but the subgenre dark synthwave is like Carpenter Brute. Where it sounds like John, actual John Carpenter yeah, yeah, produced yeah. the fucking album. Right. Fuck yeah. Or the song. Which, all his movies are badass. Yeah, absolutely. And his music is amazing, too. <laughs> uh, I think I saw, I was, no. I went to Plex, and I was watching, uh, I was I put 80s for the decade. Okay. And I switched over, and I'm like, I'm going to watch a scary movie. And I had found that I already watched pretty much a lot of the cool scary movies. Yeah, he's got a lot of good stuff on there. Yeah. So I was watching this movie called Waxwork. Have you seen Waxwork? No. It's actually the idea is pretty cool. I fell asleep though because it was already four in the morning. Oh, it's actually a really cool idea because it's like this whole and I'm, and I'm only switching to this because we're talking about horror movies. Yeah. But um, it's like this guy who has a wax museum invites these obviously teenagers, right? It's always '80s teenagers. And they go and at midnight. Who fucking would go to go a, to a party, or? a private party at, oh. at twelve midnight on a Tuesday, Thursday, you know, a school night? On a wax museum. Yeah, to the wax museum. Anyways, <laughs> so basically, you if you touch part of the the set that of the of the wax thing, you you go into that world. And this was these were all like killers. It was like Dracula, a werewolf. Uh, just different people, right? You go into that world, and if you got killed, 
you became part of the next set of the wax work that <laughs> sh- that shows. So all the people that were there have been, were there. Like a the last person that was killed. Supernatural, surreal house yeah. of wax. Because yeah. house of wax. Is, oh, that's right. The, the, what's his name? Um, he's dead. Fuck. He's an actor. <laughs> There's a lot of people. No, I know. Though I remember yeah. Alicia yeah. talks like this. Excellent. Like what's his fucking uh, name? Vincent something. Price. Vincent Price. Thank you. Yeah. I can't believe I forgot his name. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's uh, Vincent Price is in that movie, and like basically, I think like he like dips people in wax and he adds them to his collection. That is a part where like, where, like they think they, they touch the wax figure and like it breaks and you see the blood and shit. Yeah, like, that's oh, fucking shit. cool. Paris Hilton. Oh, there's a remake that has Paris Hilton. Yes. Oh, okay. Alicia okay. Alicia Cuthbert. Cuthbert. Yeah. And I I I burp. Sorry, guys, if it smells. We do burp. It happens. We're drinking burp. We'll burp away. Burping <laughs> my corner. You burp in your corner. That's oh. why I keep turning my head this way. Okay. <laughs> so. But yeah, it's a cool movie. It was pretty cool. Nice. Uh, this is a shitload you're, of gore. You were sharing those uh, Dead Alive fucking All the meme scenes, yeah, man. Those are fucking oh, awesome, dude. Have you seen that movie? The lawnmower. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Of course. That's, 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 there. that's no, what it was. There's yeah, plenty but, in there, but... I just like the, the, the Spanish girl. Your mom... Your mom ate my dog! She gets all... <laughs> like... Not, a, not all of it. it. I, I can't cast for the Lord, or was it? Yeah. I can't cast for the Lord! Yeah, it's fucking badass, <laughs> That's a great dude. movie. Um, fuck yeah, man. Um, so as far as what I've been listening to, ironically, because we kind of went down that rabbit hole uh, when we were hanging out last time, um, so kind of like what I listen to for the next week is kind of like projected by whatever I, we talk about or get into. Yeah, yeah. I've listened to a lot of Fear Factory this week. That's cool. Yeah, just... I've been wanting to... Kind of off the wall, right? I mean, not all their albums, just a couple of the, the albums that I truly enjoy, so... Yeah. Uh, like Demanufacture, Obsolete, even Soul of a New Machine, uh, which is awesome. That's so, got a lot of good songs. Right? Snapalm Death was fucking cleans. It's pretty, all much, it is. pretty much, yeah. It's fucking heavy as shit. Um, and then, of course, the one that we listened to, the one with um, my boy uh, Gene, Gene? Gene Hugland, the Atomic Clock, mm-hmm. uh, which is Mechanized, which I feel is probably, honestly, even in, in comparison to manufacturer and obsolete which are like the most popular probably the most um, revered yeah uh, it's underrated huh? uh, it's kind of, not that it's underrated but I think as far as the modern the more modern post 2000s okay. albums go I feel mechanized is such a good fucking listen so uh, those of you that uh, maybe listened to Fear Factory at some point and maybe thought oh they suck after like Digimortal which they did they did suck for a bit um, Archetype was it the Archetype was okay yeah it was alright I feel Archetype because I used to love Fear Factory. I used to be all about them. Um, and Archetype, I feel like the first half of that album is yeah. really good. Yeah. I feel, I feel like the second half, it just falls off. Yeah. Um, I did like Digimortal, dude. Digimortal's really fine. Did. It's very new metal. It is. It does. It does it fucking of, is. It and does. knowing you, Mr. Hate, I hate new metal. The guitar riffs. Yes, dude. Me and my friend back when Because that album came out when we were in high school. And I remember me and my friend, we used to go, we used to make fun of it. We go, he says, uh, can't take me apart. Yeah. But we used to go, God damn it, you're poor! And I don't know, it's just a fucking fun joke. I, actually, I think Fabian remembers that shit. I think he was around for that. Um, <laughs> I think that's probably why I never got into Fear Factory. Because I heard probably a song Digimortal? Digimortal. Digimortal. Oh, not, that sucks, dude. Yeah, that's not where that's start. what swayed you away from, that sucks. Yeah, that's, I saw your face when I said Fear Factory. Like, your eyes kind of like right a little bit. Uh, like, I'm mm, sorry, what? Yeah, the sky. What, what is this? But no, like, honestly, dude, like, check out everything before that. Um, so pretty much the album before that is obsolete, which is fucking amazing. Uh, I mean, I think I think Demanufacture obsolete uh, are good starters. Those are yeah, those are like they give you a good idea of what they're about, and they and it kind of does set the stage for what they do. 
Um, Archetype, again, is uh, okay. I don't recommend him listening to that. Yeah, but definitely check out Mechanext. That, that, that one has that, that that album is basically half strapping and lad. Yeah. Basically it's half Byron's there. It's Byron from the who used to work with Devin and Strapping and Lad. And Gene Huglin, which of course from Death and also Strapping and Lad. Um, on there and then it's uh, Dino Kizades, of course, um, from Ruhedia, Spear Factory and Burton on vocals. But it's a uh Mechanized is such a fucking heavy album, so definitely I keep going back to it. I, I love that album so much. Unfortunately, it's not on any streaming services for some reason. Um, yeah, that's that's. It's not on Spotify. It's yeah. not on Apple Music. You have to get it through YouTube or, or buy it. I mean, God obviously, oh yeah, God forbid. That kind of <laughs> that kind of bummed me out though. You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, unless you have like YouTube Music or some shit where you can listen to it. I'd rather, uh, I'd rather, I'd rather not pay for. I'd it. rather not. Yeah, that's one too many. Yeah. I feel like YouTube is where I cover. I draw the line as far as paying for streaming services. Yeah. <laughs> I really don't mind having it open. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, like, don't worry about it. I'll, I'll manage. Yeah. But yeah, um, yeah, Fear Factory guys, I mean, they're... And even then, they're more recent albums like Genesis and shit. They're still pretty good. They're in the That's vein. That's actually a really good one, yeah. Yeah, they're actually in the vein of, of what they started with Mechanized, but yeah. I just feel Mechanized was that yeah. heavy, fucking, just heavy, technical, precise sound, mm-hmm. like, perfected. So. Oh yeah, it's it's super like machine gun. It's fucking precision. Fucking yeah, dude, it's drumming. It's it's definitely amazing and it's heavy as shit. Mm-hmm. So definitely check it out. Yeah, I'm gonna check that out. You I should. already have it. There you go. Set up, notated, and we'll play it later, man. It's yeah, we're, we'll we'll play it. It's a good album. So by you <clears throat> lately, I've uh, actually well because of like I always say, new music comes out on Thursday nights. Yeah. Uh, so I was listening to the new Sabaton. Oh yes, uh, the Great War. How did we first hear him? Was that that Avon and Marshall we went to, right? Um, well, I've, I've heard, heard him. Before? I had heard him a little bit before that. Oh, okay. But I didn't like what I heard because I was like, <laughs> this is fucking stupid. The dude's great because he wears yeah. like fucking aviators and chest armor. Dude. <laughs> so when we saw them with him on Mars, yeah. that shit was amazing. That was a good show. We're he watching. Was, we're having a good time. He dude. was like throwing these like <laughs> David Lee Roth fucking kicks in the air and shit dude yeah. it was cool man it was a hell of a show and like, yeah he had those aviators he had that little the little mohawk mohawk yeah. uh, sh- short crop mo- uh, mm-hmm. mohawk and it was it was fucking badass dude mm-hmm. uh, so I, re- I was listening, been listening to Sabaton so, nice, nice and that's good like war <laughs> themed metal very like uh, very anthem-y. very anthem very yeah. epic proud type shit yeah uh, I was listening to Pain Museum. You guys know Metal Mike, who used to be the guitarist for Rob Halford when he went solo when he, oh, did, okay. when he did Halford. Yeah, I'm not sure if he was in Fight, um, but if he, if he did, I'm not sure if he did Fight. But he also backed uh, Sebastian Bach when Bach went solo. Uh, I, f- I think it was Angel Down. I don't remember the name of the album. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Metal Mike has his own solo. So- Kind of like his solo album called uh, Pain Museum. It's called Metal Mike's Pain Museum. Metal for Life. <laughs> nice. It's, it's fucking badass, dude. It's just super sounds simple. Like a, it sounds like a magazine. Yeah, it? yeah. No shit up. It's very straightforward heavy metal. This cool. guy's got these cool sort of like growly, clean uh, vocals. Mm-hmm. Like how you mentioned... Um, like Wilson X. Allen, remember? Yeah, yeah. X, yeah. yeah, where he kind of morphed it, you know? Kind of like, ah! Yeah. James Abreed, too. He, James Abreed does that. Uh, he's he's yeah. done that, too, in the past. Absolutely. Uh, so, listening to Pain Museum, Pain Museum, Sabaton, and the one I, uh, I'm going to literally, I guess, uh, segue into the recommendation for today's episode yeah. would be Fall of uh, Raros or Ruros, or how would you say that? <laughs> uh, 
Follow Raros. Yeah. yeah, follow Raros. So it's, this new album is called Patterns of Mythology. Um, if you're into uh, Agalock any one bit, this is perfect for you. This is right oh, up your alley. Yeah. I'm going to check it out. This is more a, a bit more Blackened Raw, though. Uh, version of what they would do, and it's the same shit though. But fucking North American or top notch. I, I believe so. No, I'm not too. I mean, because I always tripped out on Agalak how they're from like Seattle. Yeah, they're Washington. They're, uh, they're yeah, but they sound like they're fucking Norwegian as shit, dude. Yeah, they're from their music in, in, invokes that fucking. Well, it's I mean, if you, I mean, it's awesome because it's like the Pacific Northwest, like the they, the, they kind of live it, right? The environment, they yeah, kind of live they, it. That's they, true. They have yeah. everything around them. Dreary as fuck, twenty yeah. like all year for those yeah. guys. Perpetual dreariness. Hell yeah, dude. That's what's cool about them. Yeah, Agalak's amazing. So, we're going to roll into our a fan question, hmm. uh, and we're going to keep it anon, <laughs> anonymous. The question is, so what's up with you guys reading band logos and heavy metal band logos? Like death metal, black metal logos specifically? Right, and how are you able to like decipher and read it? And I'm going to go, I'm going to let Will take this one. Go for it. Um, so, I don't know, I'm just kind of, after seeing as many of those logos, you just kind of get the algorithm and are able to decipher it. I actually had a black metal band when I was 14 with a, uh, a guy from, or a, a kid from the UK, it's called mm. Anal Butchery, <laughs> and nice. uh, I, I designed the logo. It wasn't that undecipherable, but I mean... How do you just get used to it? Yeah. I think. Fair. Uh, I'll be honest. Um, there's a lot of times where I have to fucking ask, what the fuck does that say? Yeah. I'll be honest with you. I do. Um, and a lot of times, the ones that I can't read is because I just fucking know who they are. Because I'm like, oh, yeah, it's, you know, fucking, I can't think of one right now. Uh, Typically, I think it's... Uh, I mean, usually, I, I notice the ones that go really out there with it is like the like the slam death. Yeah, of course. Fans, they go fucking stupid with it. Like they go, level. they go like the way the levels look here. <laughs> the fucking recording. Yeah, they, they just go <laughs> up and down. Did you ever see like, that memory? meme? It's a, the meme, and apparently, I don't know if it's true or not. It's yeah. like a picture of like this huge web of shit, and it's supposed to be a band logo, and it's supposed yeah. to be like this huge fucking dumbass name. Yeah, and it's like apparently, I think it's a slam group. Yeah, that's it's supposed to be some sort of. But it looks like a fuck. Dude. If you look, huh? It's supposed to be a medical condition. Yeah, and you look at it, and it just looks like a fucking mess. And there's like a hundred words, hundred letters, or something. It's a it's, stupid it's, fucking name. Yeah, it's a, it, yeah because you go like fucking was it misapplied vasectomy or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a, it's a really long ass name. I know you're talking. About. Yeah, dude. Uh, I think it's they're just. I mean, I'm trying to think because like and now that now that because this like, makes no sense. Kind of like surprises you're, with the question. If you're trying to make a flyer, how does that make any sense? Yeah, it's gonna yeah. cost you a shitload of money. Cause I'm trying to think, cause like honestly, like I listen to like some like, I mean, like Cryptopsy, right? You can kind of see it. I could, yeah, I could yeah, like Cryptopsy, you can Kurt see Topsy, it. Yeah. yeah, I'm looking at bands that have crazy logos. Cryptopsy's kind of up there. Um, Dark Funeral, There's not a, really. Dark no, Funeral, that it's just like old English in a pentagram. Dark Throne, maybe. Oh yeah, the early shit, right? Like Transylvania and Hunger, and yeah, maybe. Yeah, cause. Just depends, dude. Like, Metallica? Honestly, yeah, right? With those fucking... <laughs> are those M's or the A's? What the weird fuck are angles. Those points. It's so spicy. Mm. Um, yeah, dude. I mean, it's usually Mega just... Breath? 
Make a breath. <laughs> Wait, you like me? Huh? You like me now? I love Megadon. Oh, okay. Yeah, Jungle Rot is the legend oh, we, we, shit. We poke fun of... Uh, we poke fun of Metallica a lot here, dude. <laughs> yeah, I mean... I mean, we, we're not... We're never gonna, like, take away from, like... What they were. <laughs> exactly. And what they did. But we just, like... You know, like, Bloodbath's logo's fucking rad as shit. It is. It's oh, a fucking dope-ass logo. Super killer, dude. Yeah. You know? Metallica got me started playing guitar. No, yeah, I definitely. Mean, Never to take away from them. I mean, they're they have anger is still a debacle, but <laughs> yeah. well, that's what we always say is is we'd rather listen to load and reload. But Broken Hope's not hard to read. Broken Hope looks eighties. And, and that, shit, this is another one of those retrospectively things. Yes, you're looking back at yeah. it, and listening. You can. It's weird, right? You can appreciate. At that time, at I was like, "What the fuck's going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is going on? Hair, <laughs> asshole, cut their hair. Yeah. Was that it, was the fucking, fucking controversy. Fucking goth rock." Shit, yeah, what are they, they doing? Fucking semen and blood on their album, album cover. Covers? What are they doing? Yeah. <laughs> and then it's like, but wait, there's more than a few years later. You know, it's like Mortal's old logo was pretty fucking weird. Yeah. I'm just sorry, guys. Yeah. I'm just going through my collection and looking at logos. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I think. But yeah, a lot of it, honestly, for me, it's not that I can read it per se. At least for me, it's not that I can read it. Like, like Cranium, their slam band. That's a pretty yeah. rugged logo. That's. Like it, it's rough. yeah, like it's just that I, I know who they are, and I just know it's like it's kind of like when you look at like a band symbol, you know, some bands have like a symbol or whatever, and you oh yeah, it's so and so, you know, it's the same idea kind of in a way. It's uh, like the uh, the uh, the special eye pictures or whatever. Where you have to cross your eyes and you see the oh the magic guy, the magic guy, yeah, yeah, you yeah, fucking shoot some heroin, like from some <laughs> <laughs> you know, normal shit. Yeah, from, from look Seinfeld, at it. that you couldn't see it, Mister Pittman. <laughs> I was thinking about fucking mall rats. Mall rats yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, uh, yeah. Oh, oh it's a schooner, you dumb bastard! It's not a schooner; it's a sailboat. Schooner is a sailboat, stupid head. <laughs> I always love that movie. Yeah. I have not seen it for years. Mall rats? Check it out, man! It holds up. It's hilarious. I know. I liked it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I just think that you're either you just get used to it, like Will was saying. You're over a period of time. You get used to reading these these logos. You get yeah a better understanding of how the letters are going. It's like any and, other. It's like learning a language in itself. And, yeah, exactly. Way. And then and then sometimes you actually learn part of the name, and then you sort of accidentally figure out what Across the fuck it says. And there's I mean there's little like 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 little games in the middle community sometimes yeah. where like like hey can you read this logo? <laughs> right. Right. Fuck no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's there's a lot actually. That's pretty cool. Fucking no. <laughs> so, I guess it's it doesn't really answer the question, but I mean, for the most part, it's like with over over time and with experience. I mean, how do you'll, you'll get to you know how do Chinese people read fucking Cantonese? How do Japanese people read their calligraphy? It's just you just you just learn it. You just you're 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 surrounded by it. You surround yourself by it. Uh, you learn it. Also, I want to uh, mention, and you might be going down that path already. Is like well, a lot of the students that I work with, uh, sometimes you read their, their, <laughs> their work, and it's hard to figure out what they're saying. Mm-hmm. Um, and so yeah, I mean, you you figure out things after a while. You you just start to think outside the box and what, you know, what the person is trying to say in terms of the logo. It it helps out a bit. You know? Yeah, exactly. And I don't think it's universal either. Like I couldn't claim that I'd be able to read. Every, logo. Every single no. logo comes. <coughs> I'm telling you, there, there's some, what I'm talking about. Some that looks like just fucking barcodes. 
Like, yeah. You don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is the one that he's talking about. That really long ass one. Yeah, it's stupid. It, it looks. Find it later. It's just like. It just looks like a web. <laughs> yeah, like a spider web. It looks pretty. And apparently yeah. it's a logo, man. Apparently yeah. there's letters in there. They've been around for a while, I think. Uh, I think, that, like I said, it's some sort of medical medical condition, I believe. I'm not sure. Yeah, don't quote <clears throat> Excuse me. <laughs> so, I have a, a question for us, and this isn't. So this won't be a fan question. This will be posed by me, I guess. Something that you noticed. So I start, Yeah, exactly. So I started noticing that there are quite a few metalheads that like. Let's say the Misfits, right? Yeah, sure. So they're that kind of I could see. What that. if I told you I didn't? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. But I see there's a lot who do. <laughs> I don't. Right, <laughs> and which is fine because like I kind of I kind of see where that's going, you know? Because mm-hmm. to me they don't even sound punk. That's weird. They just sound like they just sound like fifty surfer rock. Kind of. Me. You know what I mean? Yeah, because like, so, when like, I thought of punk, I didn't think when I heard them. And yeah. they're, they're, they're looking at their visage and their fucking, right. their fucking little logo. Their fiend skull and everything. Their little skull. And, 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 yeah, and, skull. and, I'm like, and then oh I God. hear it and I feel like I'm hearing like fucking horror pop Or is music. it the, the Crimson Ghost? Whatever the fuck it is that they're saying. But I think it's so funny because it's like, you're right, I see it. And I was like, oh my God, this is going to be a fun It's like heavy. Venom. And then you listen to It's like to Venom. It. Yeah. You, hear, exactly. you see Venom and it's like metal black. It's not black metal. Yeah. Also, they, they can say it. also uh, uh, Motorhead, when I first... When I barely got into Motorhead, and I was like, "Oh my god, you know this dude, this is gonna be so Fucking heavy." Demon skull and shit. And it's like this is rock and roll, man. This is, <laughs> this is great. You ain't yeah. nothing wrong with that, but no painting is metal. Fuck it, right? And I mean, you see the same thing with images, like with. Like Iron Maiden. Or Iron Maiden. With Eddie. You know yeah, I mean? Eddie looks like a fucking death metal kind of dude, right? But you know, so you're like, you're power, like, holy shit. Metal, really. Yeah. 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 You're like, holy shit. But anyways, we, yeah. we're a little off topic. But Offspring. <laughs> what are your thoughts? Will? So for me, it's not so much be just because of the music, but they have a special place in my heart. Yeah. And uh, here we have a... Uh, an amusement park called uh, Western Playland. Yep. Yep. And the uh, Himalaya. Oh, yes. I remember that. Was, yes, sir. Uh, oh, yeah. Offspring was a staple of the Himalaya. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, just it, it, the... it hits me yeah. in certain yeah, spots. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Go backwards. They don't yeah. go backwards no more. And then also Idle Hands <laughs> kind of solidified right, it as movie. well. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Uh, yeah. Yes, that, that was a cool that's movie. That's my story. That's why I like the outfit. That was a Jessica fucking... Album, that's man. a very good movie. <laughs> Jessica Alba. It was formative years. <laughs> For me. Well, <laughs> absolutely. Um, you know, and then it's funny, because, like, I mean, I liked Offspring before I liked metal, believe it or not. I actually liked Offspring way back in the day. There's just something about them. Um, the first album I heard was Smash, which is probably still their best album ever. Um, it's got all their hits. It's got just... It's another... It's one of those cover-to-cover listens, definitely. Yeah. Even with that fucking opening, ah, it's time to relax. <laughs> you know, but it's it's just a good album, man. It was it was, it was actually an album that I could listen to with my parents because it was just kind of silly at times. Yeah. Um, you know, they just think about fucking just life, dude. They think about everything from fucking relationships to getting high to partying to fucking cars. They think about everything, and it just yeah. they invoke everything. And then even then, like when I was in high school, when they came out with Americana, which was kind of their silly. At times, not all of it, but there were some silly tongue-in-cheek kind of songs like Why Don't You Get a Job and Pretty Fly for a White Guy. Right. And then you had songs like The Kids Aren't Alright, which is mm-hmm. fucking, and I think it's an epic-ass fucking well, that's, song. Well, that's, right? that's the song that, to me, I felt was borderline metal. 
Uh, yeah, dude. With the way the guitar riffs are, and the way the way you would play the guitar riffs mm-hmm. for that song, and it reminded me of like It's a Vishtar almost, but it, it was weird. But yeah, they have this weird way of playing guitars, and I mean, the dudes that what they're is he? heavy he's for a, a he's punk. A, he's they're, a, he, they're heavy for a punk band. He's like a what is he in chemistry? What is he like a fucking PhD in? Uh, the oh, singer uh, Dexter Holland. Yeah, he's a yeah. PhD in like he's got something. something. He went to school. Chemical engineering or something like that. So they're smart motherfuckers, dude. And I, and I think they're badass. I guess basically what, that's what I'm saying. Is it strange for metalheads to like Offspring? Because I've noticed a lot of metalheads. Yeah, seem even to like the most devout, fucking yeah. cynical metalheads. Like maybe. me, you. <laughs> <laughs> the most cynical, devout metalheads will be like, "Fuck yeah, put some Offspring on, dude. Yeah. Fuck yeah, yeah." Metal, and and yeah. a lot of it, and a lot of it for, and I think <laughs> I think well, we can all agree. I think is that a lot of that music kind of invokes a time. For us, yeah, right? I think that's that's a good uh, middle school, high school, exactly. It's like just, that nostalgia. There's a lot factor. of I have a lot of good memories where I can think back to where that music was playing in the background, and mm-hmm. I can visualize scenes from my childhood growing yeah. up, hanging out, you know, in a girl's bedroom listening to that shit, or hanging out with some friends in the garage listening to that shit. And I remember those fucking memories. Well, see, that's of, why there's a lot of people who talk about like the Tony Hawk soundtracks. Tony Hawk sometimes. Uh, Crazy t- Taxi. Yeah, the, the, the Taxi. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there, there's a lot of people who talk about those soundtracks. Too. Yeah, you know absolutely. I mean? Absolutely. And I think that's pretty cool. But I mean... And for, you know, and again, like, uh, so after, like, um, I think it was after Americana, they kind of fell off, you know? Mm-hmm. They kind of went into this... Kind of sh- made some shitty albums, man. Let's be honest. Um, there was an album, I want to say it's called Rise and Fall something... <sighs> Rise and Fall, something Grace. I can't think of the name. Do you of know it. how many albums in there were in at that point? Uh, probably about five. You know, I have a theory about that, right? Huh. That every band has that five album yeah. Enter Sandman. Uh, what is it called? Uh, yeah, like a lull. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, slump. Sure. So let's say Metallica went five in. And they just went in a fucking slump. But Metallica went in five in and, and balls out. out five in. Even though I think the Black Album is a disappointment, it's still an outstanding album. Yeah, sure. you can still it's still a good album. Yeah, compared especially, to especially especially in comparison to what came after. But it was five albums in, and boom, they went. Well, down. like that's what I'm saying. So Offspring did that, but like Opeth, Opeth, five albums in, they went down. You know what I mean? A lot of bands do the five album in, and they go down, dude. Were we talking about Black Ones Park? After that, you didn't like Damnation or Deliverance. Those don't count. Why? Because they specifically said they're going to go for two different types of albums. Oh. Right? They're like, we're going to do an acoustic. Or the you don't like Ghost Reveries? No. I like Ghost Reveries. I can't what stand that fuck? album. The it's lyrics, a good album. The fucking guitar riffs are stupid. No, they're not. I don't, I don't like them, dude. They're oh dumb. Oh, my gosh. I just can't stand it. Okay. Uh, recently, though, I did start we'll listening to... We'll read it to That's fine. I started listening to Watershed recently. And I was like, yeah, it's all right. It's not that bad. Yeah. Even that one. I'll give him that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was listening to it okay. It's okay. It's a, well, Sorceress is the one that pisses yeah. everyone off. <laughs> but no, like, don't call it Opeth. Call it some, like, proggy bitch. Whatever. What were we saying last time? It should have been a side project. It should have yeah. been a side project. It should not. Yeah, it Michael should have. Uh, Heritage? Is it uh, Heritage? No. Heritage. Heritage. Heritage? Sorceress? Yeah. Shit like that. That should have been a side project. Yes. It should have uh, been like. It should have uh, been a side project. Camel, you, camel. Have Q. you heard the new one? <laughs> but, that's what I'm saying. He got so he had such a hard on for Camel and for <laughs> Stephen Wilson. We were talking and, about this last week. And yes, 
we did our uh, bands, we did our top five prog album uh, yeah. bands or whatever. We talked about Opeth for a bit, and yeah, we actually had this <laughs> number one. Just on, yeah, 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 yeah. on the top of Camel, yeah. number one song that hits me in places that maybe no other song does is Chord Change by Camel. Mm-hmm. Is it the yeah. Moon Madness? What album was that? Album? Yeah, that's a Moon fucking Man. good. It's a good album. But that one song, and more specifically, a four to five second window. Yeah, kind of towards the, the minute and a half, two minute mark. That that one little piece. Yeah, just. I think I know. Just, I'll, I'll, I'll show you later. I think. I know have you uh, heard the new open? <laughs> I have not. You can check it out. Oh, right. the new single is fucking good. Check it out. It's so fucking. Good. It's grown on me. Yeah. Dare I say it? Oh, the first I was a little on the fence, but it's grown on me yeah. in the morning. You hear, you hear the 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 haunting guitar riff. Yeah, the, it sounds like uh, old Opeth. Still life. Uh, it sounds like early Opeth. Yeah, There's some. Great. It's clean. It's all clean vocals, but the 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 fucking riffing and the music and the guitar playing and all that. It sounds like fucking early Opeth. It's interesting. It's the, a cool little. The reason it's a cool little. It's a healthy medium. Wow. But that's why I liked it because it sounded more like old Opeth with just clean. But the music itself sounded more like prog. It didn't sound typically. I mean, there was no death metal to be found in that song. But... No, no, no. But it, it sounded like a legit prog album, like a prog song. You know what I mean? yeah. yeah. Really cool, a lot of weird time, and just it's, it's, it was fucking cool. Mm-hmm. What's it so, called? Hard in hand. Hard in hand. Yeah, check it out. Yeah. It's on. Well, maybe it. You know, it, how recently, it just came out. Dude. Like oh, a week ago. Weeks ago? But we, I may have heard about it, but I haven't. Probably about a week and a half ago. There's two. Which he did one on Swedish and one just in English. It's the same I recommend song, but in English. Yeah, English. For because people. even people who are Swedish were saying that it sounds weird to hear that in Swedish, and they like the, Amer- the English, English version better. Yeah. So listen to the English. You'll version. see the song come up twice in <clears throat> both languages. But uh, yeah, man, definitely check it out. So well, Osprey, yeah. Osprey, yes, absolutely, yes. dude. I think we got three thumbs up. Yep. And, uh, a, yeah. and a wiener. Okay. Sure. Three. So my wiener. <laughs> my wiener. Well, right. Three yeah. thumbs up and a wiener. Okay. <laughs> so one of the things that I've been uh, scoping out, I guess you can say, is there's a a metal page. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, f- I forgot what it's called. I think it's called Metal Page on uh, Metal Heavy Metal or something on Facebook. Just called Heavy Metal. I think it's just called Heavy Metal. Yeah. But I, I get one of the things that <clears throat> I'll, I'll list the I'll, I'll gripe about it first. That one of the things that I, that upset me is like people. Don't seem to have the uh, what is it like? Like they don't. They're lazy. They want everything given to them, and they don't want to actually fucking listen to anything or look or explore to search for music on their own. They want everything given to them. Sure. And I fucking hate that because go to, go on YouTube, bitch. Go on fucking YouTube. Go down that fucking rabbit hole. Have, that we if, have, if you have a Spotify account, yeah. I mean, sometimes Go even based on what you out. listen to, Spotify will yes. recommend some shit. They'll start, like, and it's not bad, dude. It's, it's pretty not. good. It really is. You'd have to try real hard not to find music exactly on Spotify or YouTube. Yeah, even from the recommendations, like yeah. it, it kind of picks up on what you like, and it's actually yeah. pretty smart. About it's it. the yeah, the algorithms or whatever. They're yeah. fucking awesome, dude. But basically, it's like search on your own, dude. Search on your fucking own, man. Don't. Don't always ask. It's like well, it's like it's like with Insomniam. I found them on my own. Yeah. Like I, you already knew about them when I said, "Oh, have you heard them?" But like, it's, but I was like, I found them. I yeah. went on my own and stumbled across Insomniam, and I was like, "Holy shit, this is an amazing." But it's thing. it, I guess, and it feels so rewarding and good when you find something on your own. And you listen to it and you're like, "Holy shit!" I'm wondering if it's when jam it, for a while. If it goes back to me growing up and I had to do everything on my own, 
If right, we talked of, about this. If yeah. there's part of that, that do it on your own, dude. You had to work hard. I had to do it on everything. He had to scour magazines and listen to fucking mixed compilations. That makes it more special. Yeah. Yeah. When you do this shit. Hey guys, recommend me these things, whatever. I'm too lazy, I don't want to do the work. <laughs> like, you have to sift through the shit yeah. to find the gems. Basically, that's that's 100% right, man. Because for a lot of the... Th- man, have you ever just gone to the stores and you just bought an album? Yeah. And then all of a sudden you come back and it's like, it's a shit album? Oh, and yeah. you're like, fuck, dude. Oh, yeah. You get a big old shit sandwich, That's dude. the most rad cover ever? And you're like, oh, fuck yeah, these guys yeah. are fucking badass. Or people actually... You know, you heard from one of your friends talking about, oh, this band badass. I think you actually go and check it out. Oh man, this album sucks, dude. Trash. This isn't what I was looking. It got for. a little better though, because yeah. I remember there was a point like in the late '90s, early 2000s, where you go to, like Fye or whatever, and you can actually Listen sample. To yeah, yeah, yeah. That was super. That awesome, was nice. Right? See, but I would go off. I would go off because people would recommend shit to me, and they thought, oh, I don't, because I'm not a fan. I'm not a big fan of Demi or Cradle. To me, those two are very kindergarten-ish. You need to stop. Uh, they're still very. Uh, what is it called? Kindergarten level? Yes, that's what I call them. I think they're great. The beginner level metal? Dimu and and Cradle of Filth. He likes Old Man Child. I think he's more of an Old Man's Child guy. Oh, okay. I like Dimu very much. Now, again, we're talking about the band. We're not talking about the people. What did we say last time? Last time sucks. Whatever Dimu album came out last time. I don't know. Okay. But what I'm saying is... (laughs) You're taking away from what I'm saying. Sorry. So what I'm saying is that (laughs) with... Those bands, people will be like, oh, well, he must like those bands, so I'm going to recommend bands like that. Yeah. And when I go and I check it out, I'm like, this isn't what I'm looking for, wait. What the fuck? This is bullshit. I don't want to be listening to this shit. I want to listen to some real fucking metal. Yeah. So, well, I, I, I tease, but I mean, for Demio and Cradle, I'm very picky. And I had to be certain, like Spiritual Black Dimensions, I think, and it was uh, Throw Darkness Triumphant. Uh, and Cradle, I did like the Median album. Minions is like the best Minions, album. Minions is great. I think I mean, that's actually, I think, I think that's a really People good. love, uh, what's the one called? Um, the one before that? Uh, the one with the girl in the bathroom of blood. What's that shit called? Yeah. Let me look at that. Duskener Embrace? No. No, that's before that. That's way early, huh? That's way early. I, I got it right here, man. But, uh, yeah, like. Her ghost of the bar. That's yeah, the song. Well, it? that's off of Midian. That's the song off of Midian. Yeah, that's off of Midian. It's, uh, I got it right here. It's, uh, Cruelty and the Beast. Why couldn't I think of that shit? So everyone, everyone like is like swears by oh, that yeah. album. Oh yeah, the beast. Yeah, yeah. And it's a good album. I, the only thing I hate about it is that it's a drum machine, and that drum machine sounds like fucking trash. But anyways, what I, I think for me, did it have Nicholas? No, it's a drum machine. Listen to it. it sounds terrible. When did he leave? Did he leave at the time? I don't know about that. He left or not? I'm just saying when they recorded it, he's a fucking drum machine. Well, if you have Nicholas, it's like just use listen that. to it. It sounds terrible. Anyways, but I, I digress. Um, I feel, and if I'm wrong, maybe I'm wrong. But I feel it sounds like a fucking drum machine. <laughs> that album, that's all. That, that was my biggest turnoff from uh, from Cruelty and the Beast is that yeah. the fucking drumming sounds fucking weird. Um, but the Midian is fucking great. I think it's the best they've ever done. I think that's a good starter album too. Ah, sure. I think that's a good starter album. If you want to go um, into like that kind of gothic, see, like they're black metal, but, but it's not really. weird because I like Hecate and Throne, man, mm-hmm. and I like them better than Cradle. I can see that though, and I don't know. It's weird, but um, yeah, man. I mean, as far as these, it's just kind of like with anything, right? Like with the product, like with the mediums changing, right? Like how we were talking about last week, where it's so much easier to get music nowadays. You can just go on fucking Spotify. You can go on 
Apple Music and just look something up. Spend a couple hours, dude. You get lost in whatever the fuck you're listening you to. You go down a rabbit Because, hole. like, they recommend stuff on the bottom. And you like this band? These are other bands they recommend, right? No. And then check those out. And just keep going down that rabbit hole, dude. And eventually you're going to find stuff that you're list- that you're going to like. For sure. Uh, you know, that was one of my, one of my gripes with this metal group is that a lot of people fucking do that yeah hey and, 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 it's, just and the, it's just the world that we live in now where you can just you don't have to even you know, all you have to do is take your phone out of your pocket yeah. and ask the and question just go. but one of the one of the, some of the questions are actually I feel are legitimate are like hey guys please do me a favor I just lost somebody can you recommend some songs that talk about loss or sure. things like that then that's different that's cool then I could recommend some songs here check out this or check yeah. that out right that's not lazy, though. Right. In that, that's just in the heat of the that moment. Situation, I need something right. to cope. In reaching out. Correct. They need something exactly. in the moment. And, and for all we know, during this process, mm-hmm. they could make a new friend talking yeah. to somebody that could help them through this fucking difficult time. For sure. And again, that's, that's what I was saying to you. Yeah. This isn't a gripe to me. I think that's great when people reach out like that and say, hey. Because, you know, ultimately, I think they are reaching out for help. Yeah. For help, uh, you know, to to mourn or whatever, and it could be anything. It could be a loss. It could be a breakup, or it could be a divorce, or whatever. Whatever. Yeah. But all I know is all of those fucking suck. All those feelings fucking suck. You know what I mean? So if, if they need help, then that's cool by all means. But if they're being fucking lazy, then fuck them. Dude. I don't. I don't want. I don't want to assist. <laughs> hey, uh, put some good dirt on bad. Yeah, I hear. I see that shit all the time. Recommend me some music to work out. <laughs> uh, anything? Uh, can you recommend me some death metal? No cookie growls, please. Yeah, <laughs> cookie monster no, growls. No, 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 no cookie <laughs> monsters. And then it's like, okay. yeah, five finger death punch. You know, and like they, 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 uh, and they go, they either go, fuck yes, is great, or yeah. oh, what the fuck. <laughs> yeah. By the way, I just found out today, uh-huh. five finger death punch is coming. Oh, uh. it's fucking great. You know what else is coming? Dream Theater. Theater. Woo! Can't fucking wait for that. The wait. problem that I have... Huh. If Five Finger Death Punch comes, mm-hmm. there's not going to be anybody in Fort Bliss to protect the fucking... To protect Fort Bliss. <laughs> All the fucking troops are going to go to the show. All the troops are going to go to the show. Fuck yeah, dude. That's when you make your move. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> go to the PX and just... Just, just a disclaimer. We uh, very, very much support our troops in America. <laughs> Yay. But we're always teasing Five Finger Death Punch. Yeah, they're trash. We we always say that it's like army dudes, just fucking who dude, who dudes do, a, who only know Pantera and know um, <laughs> who know just that one song, Rain and Blood from Slayer. Yeah, <laughs> and they're screaming Slayer at everybody, and they're at Five Finger Death Punch shows, throwing spin kicks. And you play fucking Black Magic for them, and they don't know what yeah. the fuck is this. Yeah, um, yeah, and that's my <laughs> first, that's my favorite Slayer album, by the way. But oh yeah, the Show No Mercy. Show No Mercy. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. So uh, speaking of Five Finger Death Punch, speaking of segues, nice. You had something nicely set up, uh, nice challenge set up for us today. So today I had a completely <laughs> different because we have our boy Will today here with us. Usually it's good bands. Well, we pick bands that we genuinely enjoy, and the yeah. discussion is holy shit, these are some good bands. How can I pick just one? Right, and we throw a couple of joke joke bands in. Yeah, sure. But for the most part, they're all good bands that will make you think, fuck, well, who do I have to pick? So our Desert Island game today, if this is going to be like, for real, Desert Island, it's going to suck. 
So it's like you're on an island and you find a chest full of CDs. And, and you're like, like oh. you're fucked in this case. <laughs> <laughs> but if you had a choice. So in this case. Are you guys ready? Yeah. Yeah. Bring it up. So these are, these are your choices. Uh-huh. All right. And we'll go with Will, Godzilla, and go with me. All right. All right. So, Will, if you had to pick just one bet, here are your six choices. Ghost, Mastodon, Corn, Slipknot. <laughs> Can you do the straight face? I know. Creed, or, as mentioned, Five finger death punch. If you had only, if you could only choose one, what would you choose? So there's two bands in this list that I don't hate. Hmm. That you're okay I with? Know I know, I know, I know one of them. But you <laughs> that know. you're okay with? That I'm okay with. Okay. I will name those two, which is Ghost. I can. I, I, same with Slipknot, but I'm not. They're not in this inclusion. They're not included. Okay. So, Ghost, if Mastodon were not on the list. Okay, but Mastodon's on the list. So Mastodon would be the, the answer. Um, so, do you genuinely enjoy Mastodon, or is it just something like, yeah, they're alright? So, here's the thing. <laughs> I think it goes beyond just the music for me, for my appreciation for Mastodon. I don't know every single fucking... Uh, every single song or every single album, but the songs that I have listened to, plus like the behind the scenes and creation of the albums that they've done, they seem like genuinely nice guys. Like they're doing it because that's what they believe in. So I respect them, and I don't mind their music. Um, I, I guess the only positive thing that I could say about them is that they kind of. Uh, seem to take turns with vocals and they're all ver- they're all good at, uh, at playing different instruments and whatnot. That's the only good thing that I can say. Uh, the other guy with the Neanderthal with the fucked up face tattoo uh, I think he's a piece of shit. Anyway. <laughs> to be quite honest with you. Uh, arrogant asshole. Like the epitome to me of an arrogant asshole. Uh, and I think the problem with him is that he tries to be funny with what he says and it, and it backfires on him all the time like I remember him saying that heavy metal sucks and uh, that they don't listen to metal and shit like that yeah he calmed down and so uh, he, he meant so it like to a, be kind of a chip on his shoulder yeah but I think he meant it to be like ironic or whatever afterwards when he talked about it he's like of course I listen to metal and he was like uh, later on saying oh, I was just fucking joking and being stupid and blah 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 okay. but at that time how are people supposed to know what the fuck you mean by that you know mm. um I guess I just I, I guess they don't like Mastodon is what I'm trying to say yeah at least he explained uh, it yeah I mean I guess the biggest thing is I mean like people can hate something without explaining it you know yeah. but at least he explained it I mean cause I mean yeah Mastodon along with Tool is a band that's constantly oh, like that would've been a good band that would've guy fucking hate Tool yeah but that would've been a band I mean, those are bands that kind of go hand in hand with like they're the part of the how dare you mm-hmm. if you don't like them because I've gotten a lot of shit for not liking Mastodon. I've gotten even more shit for not liking Tool. And There's, Ghost. And, and Ghost. Things, and for saying things about Ghost. And Ghost, yeah. And the thing is, that I liked Ghost at first. Mm-hmm. You know that. I, did, I actually did like Ghost when they first came out. I thought they were pretty cool. When they had, like, I think they had, like, one or two albums out. Right. And then when I got, and then we talked about this. When I got behind and I found out about their gimmicks and all the bullshit. I'm like, oh, stupid. 
I felt embarrassed for liking him because like, yeah. this is dumb. Yeah. <laughs> this whole Papa Papa Giorgio or whatever the fuck's Papa, name is. Papa Emeritus. <laughs> whatever, yeah. All that dumb or shit. Cardinal Saint. Anyways. But, um, um, but also, yeah. uh, we have to, I think, emphasize every time that we don't say we're not talking shit about the people who listen yeah, to these Yeah, if bands. you like them, by all means, enjoy. Listen to that. We're Absolutely. only talking shit about the bands, which we have that right. opinion and <laughs> 100% to be able to say that we don't like a certain band. Yeah. We're not shitting on you. We're not crapping on you. We're just crapping on you. I know plenty of fine people that like fucking Mastodon and Will is one good person. He's a great guy. He's the guy I choose to hang out with at work. So yes, yeah. he's he's a good guy. And I, I mean, I mean, if I mean, I could understand also, especially what we have to pick from. Yeah. Um, I mean, I could see it's a shit show. It's a shit show. Yeah, you're right. But I mean, if you have to pick, that's you said that route. with the straightest face too. I know, it's a shit show. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, if you have to pick, that's that's cool. Yeah. So you go there. That's cool. So well, so for me, I guess. Um, so, fun fact, I mean, I liked a few of these bands. So, besides Ghost, I mean, I liked Corn back in the day. I actually liked Slipknot back in the day. Um, I thought Slipknot, when I was, you know, um, 1998, how old was I, 15? I don't know, 15-year-old Gonzo uh, thought Slipknot was the heaviest shit ever. And then, you know, again, we had that conversation last week when I woke up, and we'll get into that again soon. But, you know, um, I liked Slipknot for a while. I mean, if I had to pick one of these bands, it probably would be Slipknot. Only because, by association, they're probably the heaviest band on that list. And they have double bass, and they have they have a DJ, which is kind of kind of dumb. <laughs> so it was for me in middle school. This was my coming of age in the metal. Yeah. It was in middle school. Kind of for me. I was a little late bloomer, but yeah. And it was Corn, mm-hmm. Slipknot, Static X. Yeah. They were all the rage in like the late nineties. That that was the new metal <laughs> mud vein fucking whatever. <laughs> the fact that that's a meme now kind of makes me happy. You've seen that shit, right? Yeah. The ding ding bing ding ding bing. <laughs> but so growing up in that, yeah, and knowing at that point Metallica and Megadeth mm. and Slayer Pantera, like I was like fuck the new metal kids. Yeah. They don't know true metal. Right. Blah, blah, blah. And I never gave Slipknot a chance. Okay. So Here's now, the, just recently, very recently, okay. within the last year, okay. revisited Slipknot. Oh, wow. Live performances and Whatever. vocal coaches critiquing Corey's vocal whatever. Sure. Listening to it in, in that aspect, I had appreciation for it. Okay. I think their second album is okay. And that is all I'm gonna say. And I probably, I fuck nowadays. I laugh at them and I think they're fucking stupid. But if I had to, if if if, if I had to walk away from a burning ship, <laughs> and I had to grab one of these albums, that's yeah. all that was there. I would probably grab Slipknot's Iowa, which is the second album, which I can probably still tolerate to this day. It's it's not bad. It's the most. Well, metal. I mean, you're gonna get their whole discography. Well, you great, like it or not. but I don't have to listen to all of it. Pick <laughs> the one I want. <laughs> so, but anyways, what about you, man? Well, if you had to, if you had this treasure trove to select from, what would you do? 
kind of curious. Uh, you have a disdain, a deep, deep disdain for all these bands. So yeah. I want to know where you stand at, at the most out of everybody. I guess that's true, huh? Yeah. Um, okay, so automatically, I'm going to already tell you that Ghost and Mastodon, or they're off the table. <laughs> Uh, cut the heads off of that. Yeah, I just quit. Those, those are gone. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. um, Corn, Slipknot, mm-hmm. Creed, or Five Figure Death Punch are up now. Um, from there, I'm going to definitely get rid of Creed. Come on, uh, man. They have this. Uh, Scott Stamp. Yeah. He's a god. He, he was. He's he a god, and he's also. He's a, a little too crazy for me. Huge alcohol. He needs help. Which I think he got help right. I think he did, yeah. He did, but he's so, a little too crazy for me. The other members, though, uh, started another band called After Bridge or uh-huh. something. Alter, Alter Bridge. Alter Bridge. Alter Bridge. Yeah. Good. Is I, it? I mean, in that same vein. I heard one song from an album they released a few years ago, and that's actually really heavy. Yeah. Okay. For being there. And they have their own guitars, not the guitarist. Uh, what is his name? I forgot. It doesn't matter. Continue. I forgot. <laughs> he doesn't right. matter. So, Creed's out. Ghost is out. Your, fight, your boys, your boys fighting your death punch. So now we're down to corn, corn, Slipknot, or five finger death, death punch. punch. Now, from these three, mm-hmm. I I feel like uh, mm. easily five finger death punch has to go. Too. Yeah, I would think so. You because that's a, just you have a deep. Yeah. Almost unreasonable hatred yeah. for fighting your death punch. It's because it's it's uh let's get ready to rumble. Yeah. It's because they're they're it's they're, fucking music you hear at a monster truck rally. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it's a little too like like I told you. Too much of like chest beating yeah. shit. Yeah. It's too alpha male <laughs> for me. Like I don't like that. Yeah, I know you do. Uh, I don't like alpha males in, in general anyways. No. There's a lot of you guys out there. You guys are stupid. Turbo digits. Yeah. It, I'm like, dude, just keep, you know. Throw him on that train. Get him out of here. I know, right? Get out of here. Put him on this train. Fuck out of Auschwitz. Get out of here. Auschwitz, oh. down! Get him out of here. So, anyways. So. <laughs> I was dark. Five figure. <laughs> I got dark quick. Five figure. <laughs> Shit. I'm only joking. Five figure oh, yeah. death punch. Uh, I can't stand them. I don't know. They're just so fucking, yeah. uh, I don't know. They're, uh, Yeah. It's it's be it's I think it's like pre K music. Not even not even not kindergarten. Even, not even kindergarten. It's pre K. It's freaky pre K special mm. ed fucking speech therapy occupational yeah. therapy. So like they're pre K, <laughs> they're pre K, and then like kindergarten will be like hate breed, you know, like one step above. <laughs> like I just don't I just don't like that shit, you know. Yeah. Beat your chest type metal. It's not for me. Though. Yeah. However, now not corn and, and Slipknot. Corn is pretty much. Uh, they're, the way they play their music they're just a little too loose their tunings are a little bit too loose it feels like their strings are falling off the bass oh yeah, yeah. and it just I just don't like the way they play uh, and but the biggest thing is from, from Korn for example is Jonathan Davis vocals I just can't stand them well they're not good so <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah he just sounds like he's always hungry he's always hungry or something I don't know I just I just can't stand his vocals yeah he's very nasally and it's uh, weird uh, so by default, I'm gonna go with Slipknot. They're the they're the most metally thing. They're on the only ones that I think that I could. They have uh, double bass at least. Yeah, double they have bass. Last beats and 
Uh, I could uh, and turntables. Yeah, I mean it's whatever, but I mean I could, I could. Like I'm okay with with Corey Taylor himself though, and a lot of the things that he's brought to metal. His uh, his heart, you know, his yell is pretty good. It's not. Oh, he's a solid singer. Yeah, he's a. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not even you know, like debating a, that. It's like, just that. But I like him as a person. I like him and what he does and what he's brought to metal. He's a new Scotty Ian, dude. Because back in the day. It was always the memes of what does Scotty Ian think? <laughs> oh, that's right. But now, it's, now, it's what's, if, you go, if you go if you go to like Metal Injection yeah. comments or uh, Metal Sucks comments or any of that shit, it's always well, that's all well and good. But what does Corey Taylor think? And they'll post like a picture of yeah. Corey Taylor like yes. this, look with his arms crossed. Yeah. <laughs> so. And and then also they've been around for actually a long ass time since the mid nineties at least or before. I think what ninety four, ninety five. Well, probably yeah, because their self title came out. I remember it came out in ninety eight because I bought it like a goober. Yeah, and I liked it. I but they had been around before that. You but know? they so, were there. They were around. Before. So I think that's pretty cool. They worked their way up. Yeah. Remember they, the, they yeah, followed, you, all, they followed guys, all the maggots. You guys that's remember? For sure. You guys remember Mushroom Head? Yeah. The early original Slipknot. I know they had masks before Slipknot. Had masks. I remember that. I remember you guys remember that. Mr. Bungle? They had masks. Mike Patton. Oh, beautiful man. Yes, he is. See? He's a nugget motherfucker, dude. He is not he a is. He's like Mike Mike does not like my pen. What? You And you don't think he's attractive? No. What the <laughs> fuck? What's now, even happening here? Yeah. That's messed up. But why? No, I don't like him. He doesn't like my pen. He just doesn't like anything about him. He's, I, got, a, he's got a stupid little mustache. I just don't like it. <laughs> but anyways, but it's, it's talent. That's, <laughs> that little mis- mustache... This counts the mountain of, <laughs> of uh, look talent. Mike Penn's smooth crooning has gotten me through many, many a hard time. <laughs> I'm just gonna say that. All right. I know, but I mean, it's it's funny as how um, listen to fucking bless bless Gonzo's soul because he's always like trying. I try so hard. I play. I play, I play him. Help, I'll play him. Fucking Tomahawk work. or Faithful Moore. I'm like, look, listen to this one. Well, look, I'll listen to well, Faithful Moore. Listen to this one. I'll listen to. Well, what about Moore. this one? Right. Listen to his work with the Italian sympathy. sympathy. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Like so the, what's it called? I don't know. It's got a little globe on the picture. Okay. I have it on my. But I mean, I will. I will. I'll listen to whatever. Just show me, right? It's yeah. cool. But it's, if I want to like he it, he sings it's a very story. beautifully in Italian, actually. But again. I'm gonna like it. That's a different story. I'll listen to it, dude. Yeah, sure, sure. I'm I didn't always there. my pants, by the way. It's okay. This dude. was that's a beard. This was drips. It's yeah, okay. You. Your dick isn't there. It's like we have, we have. It's, <laughs> <tucked> in. <laughs> it's fucking all going off to it's the okay. right. We it's have, going off to the left. We have harsh right. rules here that you don't you get no pee breaks. Um. Oh, you know what? What's what's fucking crazy is that we actually never said what today's episode was about. We didn't. Oh wow! Which prevented me from bringing something up. Well, let's bring that up then. So. Oh, yeah, he saw Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, Will's got a bone to pick with us. Yeah, go for it, go for it. Go for it, man. So, the last last episode, right? Uh, no, Two. episode before that. Okay, Two episode before. before that was Dan Swano. Right. Yeah. Who I am. Ah. But, let's take a pee break first before we continue with Will's story. Boom. And with the power editing, we are back. Sorry, Will, to interrupt your story, but go ahead. Dan Swano? Yes. So, uh, very much obsessed with Dan Swano. Uh, specifically, Nightingale. Healthy obsession. Yeah, healthy obsession. <laughs> You're not writing him letters. 
No. <laughs> he emails, I, uh, he emails, he emails. I did have, <laughs> at one point, like a goal of paying them to like, do a show at my birthday. Damn. <laughs> you know, full fly out, Dag and Dan and all the whole band mm-hmm. out to do a show at my birthday. But no, that's uh, not feasible. Um, but no, I mean, from start to finish for Nightingale, just every single song uh, is special to me. Of course, Edge of Sanity stuff, you, you, I mean, it's a pillar. Right. Of, uh, for the metal death, community. Death metal. Um, I mean, I, I somewhat modeled my voice, my mm. singing voice, after Dan Swano. Cleans or? Uh, cleans and growls. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was actually part of the ultimate metal community, uh, Dan Swano community. I met a lot of cool people there, mostly from Finland. Yeah. Uh, really, Finland? Yeah. Um, did a few collaborations. Mm-hmm. Uh, I forget the name of the person that did the backing track for uh, the steel portion that he did with Michael Okerfeld. Mm-hmm. Um, they did the backing track, I did the vocals. Uh, well, you guys did that song? Yeah. Which one? The... Um, it was the beginning where they go steel. <laughs> no, I can't fucking remember the name of it. Heavy metal machine. Every another day. The bell. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I mean, there's only three songs. It's only one. <laughs> um, I, I did that one, but um, because I'm a, I'm a vocalist, I like singing. Very deep into it, and he was. I've heard some of the shit you showed me, like even at work when you put that little sample of what you did. I was like the open song. Yeah, Yeah. and I was the more. Yeah, and I was just like, he did like I took this out, and I'm like, that's you. And he's like, yeah. Both the growls and yeah, yeah, and I was like, holy shit, dude, that's fucking amazing. He actually, Will sounds, (laughs) he's got talent. He really does. Thank you. Absolutely. But so I, I, I. At that point, hadn't found my actual voice. I'd always try and emulate the person that I was right, which you trying to sing for. Yeah. So with that song, I was emulating Michael. With any of the multitude of songs that I've covered of Dan Swano, I've basically just emulated all of his intricacies. Right. Um. But yeah, I mean, he he expanded. What, what I th- thought was possible. Right, he's a virtuoso. He is. Look, he plays a a right-handed guitar upside down, left-handed. <laughs> the f- who the f- nobody right. else fucking has done that. Yeah, we, we we were commenting on the that he doesn't change the strings. Yeah, but he's left-handed. Yeah, he'll play it. So he's completely backwards, and he's a badass. He yeah. doesn't miss a beat. Yeah. Yeah, and and uh, so, what would it be okay? We could 
let's say Desert Island for Nightingale. What would be an album that you could choose that from everything he's done with Nightingale? Uh, what would you go with? Uh, what would you pick? Straight away, I. This is uh, the second or third? Uh, the third. Because it was Breathing, Shadow, Closing Chronicles, and then I. See, I like, uh, I think it's four, Invisible. What's that, four? Mm. I think it's Alive Again. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Yeah. That's the one that is mine. Because uh, I stumbled upon, across that one just by accident. And I was like, oh, I knew it was that Swano. And Nightingale, right? Legendary band. I'm like, I'm going to go with this. That's all I had to pick from. And everything else that I've listened to is pretty badass, right? But that's the one that really fucking did it for me. It's a fucking badass album. <laughs> Any uh, Edge of Sanity? Uh, Edge of Sanity, I actually, because there were no tabs that existed for Crimson 2. Yeah. I... Uh, made a project and tabbed out the first 10 minutes. I'm the only proprietor of no way. Those, those tabs existing, mm. at least that I've found so far. Yeah. But after that, I it got a little too difficult and I never pursued it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> what album would you pick from Sanity? What's your favorite? Uh, Purgatory Afterglow. Yep. That's mine. Yeah. Fucking A. It's a good album. Awesome shit, man. So I think I, I mentioned this off recording. Uh, I did mention it on the episode before. My Nightingale album was the fucking White Darkness. <laughs> and he's like, that's the one I like the least. <laughs> I'm like, oh, really? Shit. All right. It's like new Nightingale fans. It kind of, well, I'm not going to well, lie. I kind of am. But. Well, I, I, I was I was mentioning that <laughs> I knew you was going to say that. Remember? Yeah, because he heard it. He's like, oh, this is right up this is, Alley. This is his. This is, this like, is the shit I like. A little bit more, a little proggy, a little different. Yeah. And then we come to find out that Dad didn't even write the album. Yeah, his I was, dad, his I was, I was disappointed. I was like, oh, really? Okay. So his brother wrote it, and I was yeah. like, I don't wonder if that has something to do with it, or are you okay with the album? No, I mean, I'm okay with it. Yeah. You As said nine Gale albums it's go, it's I still favorite. enjoy it. It's still a good album, though. Yeah, it's Excellent. still a good album. And actually, I told you better safe than sorry. Sorry was off of that album, but yeah. it wasn't. It was off of my fall over tree. Oh, yeah, yeah. And after that, when they redid the... They whatever. redid songs, right? Yeah. Uh, but still, better safe than sorry. Solid. Solid song. How about Weatherscape? Did you get to Weatherscape? I uh, did not. I was telling him about that. Pretty I was cool, telling man. him that yeah. it's, it's a happy medium between... I, the yeah. stuff he did with Moon Tower yeah. and, and Nightingale. It's like an amalgam, right? It's like everything of everything that he's ever done. Yeah. And just up to this point, and like he perfected it's everything. It's a good, good mix of fucking death growls and cleans and proggy keyboards and fucking heavy riffs. And um, yeah, we definitely, we don't, we'll, we'll pop your cherry on that tonight. We'll, we'll show you some shit before you go. But it's so really to, to Dan's own admission, uh-huh. and that he has unsustainable growls. That's why he's never done it. Well, he's never toured um, because the way he does growls completely fucking destroys his voice. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, that I did not know. That sucks. But so, on. Um, just the, Does he just go too hard? No, he just doesn't have the technique, the, the healthy technique. To do it well. He just fucking himself pushes up. so fucking he hard. He just forces it. Um, Versus like, but Mike it sounds Michael, so right? fucking good. Yeah, because Michael's he he's always said that it's always natural to him. Yeah, and it's easy for him to do that, but it's hard for him. To there, there's a there's a technique when it comes to screaming and growling that you do 
without fucking yourself up. And this will be apparent in, of course, the the main meat of our our podcast today. Okay. I'll speak to that a little bit more. Okay. Um, but for for his technique, and I I did a fifty second recording of the uh, the intro song to Moon Tower. Yeah. Where he's like Shadow Stir. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's my favorite album from him. Yeah. In oh, fuck yeah. And well, the recording itself was 50 seconds, but of course I recorded and recorded and recorded, took the best take. Fuck yeah. And at the end of it, dude, emulating the way he does it, I was like, of course. That's why. What's going on, guys? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was fucked up. Damn, dude. So even though his the, what he produces sounds fucking you, badass, remember that it's night, not dude? sustainable. I don't know if you remember that night. It was like years ago. We were listening to God Gory. Mm-hmm. And we were trying to emulate the fucking um, verses of that song. Mm-hmm. We were drunk, but we were doing it. And we were mm-hmm. recording it, and it actually came out okay. But I remember the next day, because I never do growls. I remember the next day, my voice hurt so fucking bad. I'm like, how do these fuckers do it? But yeah. in reality, yeah, it is. It is. It's a technique. There's a right way to do it, and my dumbass don't sure as fuck know how to do it. So if I do growls or I try to do it, I can do it, but it fucking, it fucking wrecks me, dude. Like, yeah. Kind of rely on having kind of a wet throat, and like a phlegm kind of almost, and I could use that to make it happen. Yeah, uh, yeah. But yeah, at the end of the day, yeah, yeah. it kind of it's not. It's definitely not the right way to do it. Yeah. And it fucking fucks you up. It's supposed to come from the gut. That's why it's called gutturals. But right. I sure as fuck, it still comes through my throat, and that's not healthy. Because <laughs> so. from from my understanding, the way that he does it is he actually makes his vocal cords the the point of distortion, which is what completely Blitters. will lead to ah, getting okay. yeah. destroyed. It fucking obliterates you. Yeah. There, just above that is false vocal cords. Just Why don't you? Because uh, I think you do really good growls. Why don't you do a growl for us? But again, I don't do it correctly either. <laughs> Real quick, that's fine. Do, I think, I'll do a deep. I think I think he does it really well though. It's really good. That's pretty good. It's yeah. really good. But yeah, so but even you said you don't do it. Yeah, I can even now feel the burn <laughs> off of that. Yeah. Five second growl. You see, that looks it looks like a rat. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> That's fucking on the fucking recording. You can yeah. see but where if, he does if it. I knew how to actually do it healthily, yeah. I could sustain that for Forever. twenty seconds. Sure. And then be able to sing cleanly. And go into a clean. Yeah. yeah. Did you ever listen to um? Shit. Huh? What are they called? Um, the Canadian band. Remember the Canadian band? Bovadas. Uh, yes. When they did that. Oh, that defiant, really long defiant one? Defiant Imagination. Yeah, it's like fucking... Or no, is it Defiant Imagination or Defiant... It's oh, like, but know. it's like a minute long almost, it's right? the beginning. Yeah. Where he just, shit, he, yeah. he just... It just holds it's, it. It's breath control, knowing how to tweak this shit. Your throat. And just sustaining it. Yeah. It's fucking crazy, man. Quadis is fucking badass. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, I actually recommend that. <laughs> Thanks for <laughs> Throw it in there, up. yeah. Fuck it. They, uh, when, is it, uh, when Dan, uh, Day and night. Uh, fuck, man, it's been uh, so long since I've listened to Tolvaz. Yeah, I. I just remember the. This guy showed them to me. Yeah, day and tonight, day and tonight, and yeah, Defiant Imagination. Mm. But unfortunately, it's it's that's 2005 was the last one, Defiant Imagination. Yeah, and they haven't done shit since then. 
best uh, French Canadian band to exist. Okay. I, I, I agree with. Uh, I don't think there's anything else that kind of fucks with them. Yeah. They're doing. Yeah, as far yeah, as I mean, the the drummer was above. I have the DVD where the DVD has two different versions you can watch: the drum cam mm-hmm. or the straight up the concert cam. Oh, and I always I thought about it and I was like you'd have to be such a badass for you to just have that drum cam just dedicated to you throughout they the did it show. for a reason yeah yeah. and sure enough there's clips online where, and you see it and he's like a he's like a fucking monster dude he's like a fucking octopus in the way he fucking <laughs> plays it and he kind of I think in uh, many ways he blows away all the uh, uh, drummers that we like yeah. Like Gene Hoagland and, and all these Portnoy other people. And, and he, yeah. Well, I don't know about Mike. In oh, terms, wow, really? Okay. Uh, technicality. Yeah. Mike has just pure yeah. fucking double bass. Okay. He, he smears everybody. He, yeah. But, yeah, the way he powers through. The way he just plays and shit like that. Yeah. But we're, I mean, obviously, I think Mike Portnoy is like... He's insane. He, yeah, he's yeah. badass. He's I mean, he's, he probably... Because he, I've seen there's drummers that can play fast. There's some that can't play slow. You know what I mean? And there's some that can play slow, but they can't play fast. And I think Portnoy's kind of like in between where he can do everything. Yeah. And he's like a real... He's, he's, very, like, he's very versatile. I he's mean, like, if you, you look at all the jazz drummers. They're fucking amazing, dude. All yeah. the jazz drummers are amazing. You know what I mean? So I think Portnoy is kind of like a, a nice hybrid of everything he is. that you'd want in a drummer. But the I forgot the name. I don't know his name. Uh, the drummer from Clovadas, but he's a fucking beast, dude. Yeah. Uh, so we'll show you clips later for sure cool man well fucking in hindsight I, I, I we have to humbly apologize for not having you on the um the Dantuano Dantuano um episode because yeah I remember your face when I told you it was like you did that and you didn't invite me yeah I felt and I remember we talked about burned. it we talked actually <laughs> talked about it during your wedding dude huh remember he yeah. brought it up we talked about it during he your wedding I was like he David, brought it David up never fucking messaged me yeah <laughs> Well, I don't know what happened. I mean, he I gave him my number, and just nothing ever happened. And I'm like, really? Well, fuck it, dude. We're doing Devin and Townsend. Let's do that. First time the names come up. Oh, spoilers, At, right? Uh, an hour and five seconds. It's, it's <laughs> into the episode here. Yeah, so why don't you take it away, Dave? You're the, you're the main right. host. So today's episode, and I'll, I'll, I'll uh, make sure to put in the title. Of course. But it is kind of funny that we haven't mentioned it today. Yeah, yeah, yeah it is weird. We usually mention it at the beginning. Yeah. So today's actual uh, bread and butter, uh, so to speak, would be Devin Townsend and pretty much everything that he's done and has accomplished. And we're going to go ahead and dedicate the next the portion, pre- the majority of the episode to Devin. Yeah. So I would want to say that let's go to... Uh, for those who don't know Devin, mm-hmm. Gonzo, give us a brief intro. Uh, well, as it says here, <laughs> uh, Devin, I didn't know he had a middle name, Garrett Townsend. Um, yeah, born we're, in always, 70- we're always learning. I know, right? Born 72, May 5th. Um, he is a Canadian musician, songwriter, and record producer. Um, he founded extreme metal band Strapping Young Lad, which we'll get into in a bit here. And... Uh, was its primary songwriter, vocalist, and guitarist from 1994 to 2007, and has an extensive career as a solo artist after performing on, in a number of heavy metal bands in high school, 
Uh, Townsend was discovered by a record label in 1993 and was asked to perform lead vocals on Steve Vai's album, which is a great album, by the way. Sex and Religion. That's a fucking great album. It is amazing. Check it out. Um, Just hearing Young Devin on that album. Oof. Um, After recording and touring with Vi, Townsend was discouraged by what he found in the music industry and he vented his anger on the solo album Heavy as a Really Heavy Thing, released under the pseudonym um, Strapping on Lap. So, did you ever watch any old, like, Headbangers Ball videos and shit like that? Sure. And there was one with Steve Vai. Mm Mm-hmm. And you have a long-haired teenager, Devin Townsend. Mm-hmm. No medications whatsoever. Right. Wild. <laughs> interrupted the interview <laughs> countless times. Was jumping on the couches. Was jumping off the couches. Was jumping back onto the couches. It was fucking... Mayhem, dude. That that interview was fucking mayhem. Uh, and I could see Steve Vai like, holy shit. Settle down, Beavis. Like, don't fucking be doing all this shit right now in public. Yeah. But, you know, you get to see his weird, goofy side he's of that He's kind of crazy. He's a little... He's a big dork <laughs> in reality. Literally big dude. He is, he is. He's very... But at the same time, very humble. I mean, he's... Um, just his endless vessel of talent. He's... He's an amazing singer. I mean, there's been professional, you know, uh, vocal coaches and and, te- and teachers that have analyzed his work, and they're like, he has like perfect control of his voice. Yeah. He does. Yeah, I think there's one of the rare uh, vocalists I think that have that much control over their vocals uh, to, to that to his ability, yeah. especially with uh, is it Far Beyond Metal, mm-hmm. where he kind of. You get to see that kind of in, goes in, into those power. Where he's practicing that. Right. When you see it. Um, he does the. You know, he does his typical fucking shrill, yeah, um, throaty screams. But then he goes into those power, those fucking yeah. power vocals. Traditional heavy metal. Yeah. Oh, like right. Exactly. And he yeah. does it. And he does it's it. Seamless. And in that on that song, ironically, he's doing it. Well, he's doing it ironically. You know, to because it's the song far beyond. Because he's. I mean, it's a tribute to metal. Exactly. I always love the um, the fucking. Have you ever heard the uh, live album, Will? Um, heavy is a really heavy thing. No. No, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. The DVD. Um, no, no, that's the name of the album. Oh, forgive me. Um, no Sleep Till Bedtime is what it's called. It's I have a, not. No, wow. So that's the first time. For those of Boot to Rock? That's the the DVD that came out after the fact. Okay. But uh, so he released in the 90s still. He only had, all he had at the time released from Strapping was As Heavy as a Really Heavy Thing in City. That's mm-hmm. all he had released at the time. So shortly after that, he released a live album called No Sleep Till Bedtime. And oh yeah, yeah, yeah! It's a really good live album. It's fucking amazing, and that's that song. That that album is the first time you hear the song "Far Beyond Metal." That's where you first. That's where you first hear it in a recording. I guess it's in yeah. a live show. Yeah, because that wasn't. And he does this whole like little. Uh, he like he prefaces the song uh, by saying how this song is our homage to metal. Um, this is, um, you know, back when I was, you know. Was they, they say back when we were sixteen? Iron Maiden was really cool. I had a wasp silk wall hanging on my wall. <laughs> I made a pair of fingerless gloves from my mother's fuzzy purple mittens. And he goes, "This next song is our homage to metal and the cheesy what the cheesy oh, yeah. voices that come with yeah, yeah, yeah. it." Far, 
Beyond Metal. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, it's just hilarious. It's just I like, love that song. It's yeah. a funny little opening. That version is good too. I remember oh, that. it's great! It's the first time you ever hear it. Yeah, it wasn't until way later that he put it on an actual studio album. Yeah, way the, later. The New Black. The New Black, which is the last one they did. But um. So let's okay. So we have a good intro as far as he started with Steve Vai. Yeah. He started doing his solo stuff with Strapping. Mm-hmm. Now let's get into Strapping then. So. What if, what of uh, strapping is, let's get into that, heavy as a real heavy thing. Yeah, this first album. Um, man, what can I say? That album is fucking amazing. I love it. It's a, it starts off with like almost, it's very industrial. Very, very industrial. It's got like the, almost like the Terminator sound. That I feel like, like they they have that sound though. Yeah, uh, Strapping has I throughout. Feel like they've they're very had industrial. That. Yes, they have yeah. a very loud industrial sound to them. Yeah. Um, the the opening track "Syl" is definitely my favorite song on that album. Yeah, um, it's fucking amazing. It starts off with a, which I understand is a kid recording of Devin, right, saying that the bear talking about a bear in the woods that ate all the children. But it's a little cute, like little cute kid saying it. Yeah, there's a bear and, out there, and he, and he ate, ate the baby. The, you know, he said he ate the kids yeah, or some yeah. shit. And it goes into this fucking like industrial sounding clanging, yeah, rhythm like machines. Or yeah, some shit. like yeah. this machine noises, and then it comes into this fucking this buzzsaw, fucking guitar, just yeah. dude, like fucking amazing. Yeah. And then that little opening, and then it just this straight snare drum, and then it just Devin so comes so in. for this to yeah. come out in '95. Yes. Early 95, April 95. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a pretty cool fucking thing. Uh, it doesn't sound like it comes from that no. era. It, not even a little bit. No. Well, let's it, get some perspective. What happened in 1995? Uh, well, you got... Fuck, man. What are they called? Uh, you got Dissection releasing uh, Some of the Lights Bang mm-hmm. during that year. What else came out in 95? I mean, um, if you want to talk about commercially, that's when the kind of new metal was kind of becoming a thing and... You know, obviously, not to be in those trappings. I mean, this album just—it's it's a timeless album. It, I mean, it, it sounds like it can come from any real era, modern heavy metal era. It sounds—it yeah. does not sound of its time, not even a little bit. I mean, yeah, you're right. This is the this is when there's grunge was heavily in, probably already dying out, kind of point. fizzling it out. They're already fizzling out. And new metal was barely. New metal starting. was, ki- yeah. New metal was kind of kicking. Corn was corn was picking up and. As I mentioned in the previous episode was, you know, with, um, you know, at the time when I was in high school, mid-high, you know, middle school going into high school, about halfway through high school, I was very much a new metal kid. I was listening to Korn and Deftones and all that shit. And then my friend sells me a copy of City and fucking changes my life. Yeah, so <laughs> so that's that was for me mm-hmm. uh, the first time really... That I heard heard Strapy Young Lad, or anything anything to do with I heard, I heard Heavy is a really heavy yeah. thing after the fact. I heard yeah. City first, which was Any, anything to do with with Devin. Arguably one of his best works ever was was City, and ar- arguably to this day one of his best albums. Yeah. Uh, ironically, not my favorite, but it's my favorite Strapping album. But it's not, you know. But it's definitely like um, he set the bar so high with that album. He's even got on record saying that he set the bar way high with that album. It's such a so perfect album. Let me see if I can find these CDs. Yeah. Oh, another point of reference, real quick. Uh, Morning Rise from Opeth yeah. came out in '96. Oh wow! Nice. Yes, 
Yeah, in 95, Orchid came out. Yeah. So this is what I had heard uh, Strep. Oh, let's check it out. Ooh, what is this here? So this is the identity series that Century Media was doing. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's their, right. Strapping was on. Their, their uh, compilations. Fucking Stuck Mojo. I fucking love Stuck Mojo. <laughs> yeah, I know, too, me though. too. Fucking that's fucking funny. Ice to Earth. Well, check, the, check out the other side. Moonspell. I have forgotten about Moonspell, man. Um, fucking Detox, of course. So it's right there. Yeah. And that's, that's and I heard them, and I was like, in high school too, you know what I mean? Like, high school, mm-hmm. you had already heard them. Uh, and, but I had this the first time on my, like, like, holy fuck, what is this shit? Yeah, dude. And I was like, this is fucking bad. I'm like, uh, I'm on your side, though. The new, the name's stupid, but badass. Oh, should I be playing a dumb badass. name? Yeah. But, um, <laughs> it's just a stupid name. Yeah. But the fucking, um, for me, the first, the song that did it for me was fucking All Hail the New Flesh. Mm-hmm. You fucking hear the opening track, Velvet Kevorkian, which is clearly... Well, it's funny, because I think he went on record saying that if you look in the, the pamphlet for City... The lyrics for Velvet Kevorkian are not even what's in the song. It's totally different. And he admitted that he had wrote that out, and then he, when it came time to record it, he just fucking went off on a tangent. Because that album, that, that opening, that Velvet Kevorkian's not really a song. It's just kind of an opening. And it's like, yeah. he's just kind of going on, like, it sounds like he's speaking to a crowd. Like, it almost yeah. sounds like a speech. And he just goes kind of like, it's our time is now! Like, that kind of thing, you know? It's our time to rise. One of those cheesy... Like kind of things, and he's like, "I want you and you and all of you to yeah. rise up." That kind of thing. The the all hell the new flesh. Yeah. Is that based off the movie? Uh, what's that movie? Uh, <coughs> all hell the new flesh. All hell the new flesh. You remember that fucking movie? Uh, Deborah Harry is that what her name is? I'm not what? sure, man. No, you remember you remember Deborah Harry, right? Deborah Harry or whatever her fucking name is. She's in that. Punk band or whatever the fuck it is. Oh yeah. Uh, James, what's his name? James. It comes out in, in, in James Woods, right? Is that his name? James Woods is an actor, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. James Woods. Um, he did a movie from the eighties, Video Drum. Oh, oh yeah, Video Drum. There you go. And that's what it was all the time. You heard that shit. Oh hell, the new flesh. Oh, and I wonder if that is probably uh, an homage. To, here, let's check. Let's check this shit out. Okay. So. There it is. I'll hold any flesh. Let's see if there's any. Anything about it? Background, background. No. So, this is the first time Gene Hoagland's on drums uh, with him. Yeah. This is fucking badass. Well, yeah, so, like, so, as really as a heavy, as heavy as a really heavy thing was just Devin. It was just him by himself. He did it all by himself. Strapping on Lad was the first time that he actually had a band, like a proper band with him. Uh, well, sorry, with City. And then um, going forward, that band stuck with him, which was Byron, uh, Byron Stroud on fucking uh, bass, Gene Hoagland on drums, and Jed Simon on guitar, on uh, I think it's rhythm guitar, and then Devin on lead and lead guitar and vocals. So check this out. Apparently he was very uh, influenced by uh, Japanese anime uh, Battle Angel Attila Alita, uh, which is actually uh, Alita, which is recently just came to, out, right? Just remade into yeah. a live action. So movie. he was influenced by that, the city of Los Angeles, mm-hmm. and his other anime series called Dirty Pair. Is that what that's called? Mm-hmm. So that's fucking interesting. I don't know. Well, hence I mean, you know, it's like the SY logo looks like a fucking Japanese kanji, even though right. it's just a combination of an SY and L together. But yeah, yeah, I like the way it looks. Though. Yeah, it fucking looks great. It's strange, but it's it's pretty fucking cool. It's on. What? 
It's kanji. Thank you. <laughs> kanji? Oh. Whatever, dude. <laughs> Holy fuck. Tomato, tomato, dude. Jesus. It's okay. It's Thank okay. Thank you. Because it's... <laughs> you're welcome. It, it's actually better that he says it because... I don't want to fucking get shit from people. Yeah, that's true. You corrected me on, on error. That's so fine. Was, yeah. Yeah. I just prevented comments. Yeah. Thank you. Kanji. 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 So who else do we have here? You said Jed uh, Simon, Byron Stroud, Devin yeah. Townsend, and Gene Holland. Fucking A, man. Um, <clears throat> shit. Well, we're on the, the subject of strapping, man. How about that song, Oh My Fucking God? Now that Holy shit. is a fucking song. That song fucking rocked my fucking socks off. Mm-hmm. Just, um, <laughs> what can I say? He sings lyrics like a fucking, he spins lyrics like a mile a second. Like, yeah. just insane. Like, yeah. This yeah. rapid fire awesome, machine gun dude. lyrics. Yeah, it's pretty fucking Fucking awesome. heavy as shit. Loud as fuck. Amazing. And then we go into Detox, Ooh. which is kind of, if you were to say he had a hit, it was detox. That was. Would this of his... be Strapping's uh, Enter Sandman? Sure. Yeah, uh, detox was the song that always comes up. You know, play detox and you know, all that shit. Yeah. yeah. Um, I always say play Freebird. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> we have Home Home Nucleonics, which is super heavy. Triple A, which is a really cool, kind of a groovy, uh, fucking track. Um, oh, fucking! I haven't listened to this album in a while, to my detriment. Uh, underneath the waves is another one you gotta check out. It's fucking, um, fucking heavy. Like this album is just fucking noisy as shit, and it's a short album. I mean, it's about forty-five minutes long, if that. It's 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 a uh, straight to the point. Um, Room four twenty-nine is a cop shoe cop co- uh, cover. It's I don't know. If, I never heard the original, but he does it really fucking rad as fuck. Uh, does like just kind of like that throaty, kind of growly vocal. Like he doesn't really do that voice very often. But it's really uh, pretty uh, interesting. It's kind of a de, uh, deter, uh, deterrent from the oh, overall sound of the album. Like It kind of goes off on a different tangent. Best example I can think of is um, Fear Factory's album, The Manufacturer. They have a cover of Dog Day Sunrise, which sounds like nothing else on that album. The rest of the album is fucking thundering, machine gun, double bass, and guitar riffs. And then they have this song that's just fucking... It's totally out of left field. But... That's kind of what uh, Room 429 is. And then it ends with Spirituality, which is kind of this big, noisy, epic, kind of a slow, droney song, right, for Spirituality. So one thing also that I wanted to add mm. is the same thing that we did with the that's one episode. Yeah. Is that we're not... We're, we're trying to show everybody a band mm-hmm. or a person... That they might have overlooked, and some music that they might not even know existed. Yeah, you know exactly. When we say, when we're and some people might know Devin Townsend, but they don't know this for all you know. No, no, no. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. But the thing is that we're not trying to fucking tell you again. This is the be all end all as always. Yeah. We don't fucking know shit, dude. We're just telling you this is one of the guys that we like. Absolutely. We're trying to tell you about a person. If you. Never heard of Strapping. You've never heard of Devin. <clears throat> you never heard... Uh, what's his punk band? Uh, oh, Punky Brewster. Punky Brewster. <laughs> if you haven't heard, you know, Ziltoid or whatever, then you'll have a good time listening to all these guys yeah. at one point. They're, they all have... 
His project's obviously something for everybody to offer. He's got everything. I mean, yeah. he's, he's and the reason a... the reason I bring that up is because we're not gonna fucking talk about everything. Yeah. We want you to go and explore and for you to go check it out. We're simply talking about some of the albums that we like from Devin and everything that he's ever done. And for you to go ahead and explore and take it upon yourself to listen to it and you know expand your horizons, dude, because that's ultimately what we're trying to do in the show. Absolutely. Uh, for, for me specifically, yes. I'm, a, I'm a new Devon convert. Okay. New, newish. Okay. It's been several years. Probably no, not even. I probably think I, I think I'm the, the last, one that turned him on to him actually. Okay. Uh, maybe four months. Four okay. Or five months. Yeah. Okay. I knew about Devon Townsend. I knew about Strapping Young Lad. I, you 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 hear about this stuff right. going through the metal community. Right. Yeah. But I never delved into it. I okay. Never listened. And then I was like, dude, you gotta. <laughs> you should really give it a And then I shot. heard the Royal Albert mm-hmm. Deadhead, and that sent me off. So I haven't had a okay. chance to listen to every single album that he's ever done. It's, and it's a lot. His projects, and it's a, it, which it, is a lot. It is, it is a lot, yes. But for anything that. Are there heard, any that you've already heard that are some of your standouts, or is anything that really that called to you that really. I think. Pretty much everything off of Ocean Machine is rock solid. Oh, yeah. Hell yes. It's a classic, man. It's a classic. It's beautiful. And he made it around the same time as this. Yeah. He made um, it, I think, like in 98. 98 yeah. yeah, dude. Um, Transcendence. Yes. Pretty much everything off of That's Transcendence. Good. Transcendence is such... And it's a solid. very recent release. It just came out, what, about two years five, ago? Five. Five? 2012, I think. 2014. No 14. way. Oh, Holy shit. I didn't think it was that old already. Man, I'm old. So the time is starting to mesh together. But, um, yeah, I mean, Strapion Lad's great. It's a great um, fucking... Um, it's great to see where he came from. So, yeah, here's his solo album. Right here. Oh, 2016. 2016, okay. So, oh, Z2 came out in 2014. Mm. Yeah, Z2 came out a while ago. Um, like, De- Deconstruction, that was one that I gravitated towards. Yeah. Great. Uh, well, well, because, in, and I watched, even before I listened to albums, I watched a lot of... Interviews and, and guitar clinics. Just trying to see what what he's about. Just to yeah, get a get a feel for who he is. Mm. And overwhelmingly, like Gonzo said earlier, he's humble. Mm-hmm. He knows how to tell a story. Mm-hmm. Just speaking. Yep. He knows how to perform. Mm-hmm. Like he is the overall guy. He's a genuine art book. Yeah. He really is. And and you didn't know this and I told you about it. Yeah. That he did not ever want to be a singer. He wanted to be a puppeteer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? But I mean even even which in, is the, in what, the which is what with Zilto makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but even in, in the aspect of being in a band, he never wanted to be the front man. He never he never wanted to be the singer. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah. Against his he ability. He went on record saying that he just wanted to play guitar. You know what's <laughs> funny? You know what's funny about that? It's even uh, Tomas England from Evergrade. Yeah. He didn't want to be a singer either. Oh wow! Isn't that weird? How he just wanted to be out. the main guy, the the, the the main guitarist, whatever. Yeah. But he couldn't find vocalists that could fit whatever he wanted to do. Just couldn't get someone that. So fuck it, I'll do it myself. But but coincidentally, <laughs> his wife was a vocal teacher. And little by little, she was teaching him how to oh, sing. Oh, wow, man. And so she eventually 
I guess anybody could be a singer if you just learn how to do it. Yeah. I mean, but I don't know because I hear Dio. Dio even said it himself. He's either you have it or you don't. And I feel like that's coming from him. That's easy because he's got a really good voice. Yeah, I don't think that's complete. But, that, <laughs> but that's because I think I think he has more of that old school mentality. Sure. Like like when you watch that movie with John Wayne as a true grit. I don't know what fucking movie is like. Yeah, my, like he's like talking to a little kid. It's John probably, Wayne. It's probably true grit. And he's like, I don't know how to swim. You don't know how to swim, and then he just fucking throws him to the fucking river and shit. Yeah. Like that's the old school. Mentality. mentality of like either you have it or you fucking that's how, don't. That's how my dad taught me. And yeah, and so I feel like maybe Dio has that mm-hmm. ideology or that that mind think no mindset. But that I, I feel that again going against Dio. How dare you? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> the holy Dio. Seriously, there there is no restriction unless you have like a fucking tumor or something, an actual yeah, growth something. or something yeah, yeah. on your vocal cords. Anybody can learn to sing. Yeah. I think so there too. Are, I guess there me are that's always God-given talents. Sure, of course. Just the rarity. That have the rarity. The yeah. rarity. Perfect pitch. They yep. can. They can just do it. Yeah. But so the person that doesn't that wants to. Yeah. Put in the work and they. Can so like it. yeah, when you mentioned that, so it's funny you mentioned that because like my wife, she's not a metalhead. She listens to country music. She listens to mariachi music. She's she's not a metalhead, flat out. And she's also a singer, and she knows how to sing. And she's hey, but she'll listen to trip theater. She sure will. And not only that, um, she's told me like, you know, we're um, driving to Austin or whatever, and I'm fucking. She's driving. I'm DJ. I'm playing whatever the fuck I want, and we're listening to fucking some Devin Townsend. And she's like, you know what? This guy is on key like no other. Like he's Scott. I've never heard of such control of someone's vocal range. And she's like, she'll go on record, like, she'll hear other artists. I remember it was one time we were listening to uh, something from Red Hot Chili Peppers, and the dude, uh, what, I don't know, the, I can't remember the name, singer of the, that band, but yeah, she was like, oh my god, he's so flat. Anthony, Anthony Kiedis. <laughs> Anthony Kiedis, thank you. You know what's funny? He's like, oh my god, he's so flat. You know what? <laughs> Adding to what you're saying, I have one of my friends listen to to Devin, and <clears throat> she was actually responding to the type of music that was being played, right? That it sounds like like Danny Elfman or whatever. Oh yeah, that's very. Yeah, she said that too. Very. Like, Devin Townsend happy, sounds like Danny Elfman. Metal. Right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And so like one of my friends is, I showed and they said the same fucking thing, dude. That's so fucking. Because it has a lot of that. La la la. Yeah. La la. It's, la, la. It's, it's just so. It's. It's when yeah. she mentioned deconstruction because it has a lot of that. And it sounds like there. Um, it sounds like fucking like something you'd hear like on Edward Scissorhands if they fucking turned it up. Yeah. And the the cliche. We'll just get it out of the way now. Yeah. Wall of sound. Yep. Okay. Absolutely. That's what everybody always fucking says. Yeah. <laughs> it's a wall of sound. He's, yeah. His music and, is and traditionally noisy. Yeah. But so one of the the uh, videos that I've watched of him. He was doing a workshop on Waves, which is one of the programs that he uses, mm-hmm. and there was like 200 tracks. Wow. And the multi-track. Yeah. Just layered Going on together. Going on at the same time. Yeah. Wow. So that speaks to the So, like, as, as, so as somebody that, before song. I met, even before I met Dave and obviously you, um, back in my day, I used to fuck around a lot when, like... Early 2000s, 2002, 2003. 
I used to fuck around a lot with fucking uh, making synth wave and shit like that, using Fruity Loops and MIDI keyboards and shit. I used to actually used to do that a lot, and I would sing over it like a dumbass, which was really bad. <laughs> um, but I remember, like, I would think I'm fucking Mr. Badass having, like, fucking 30 different things layered. And you're telling me he's got just like fuck, dude. Like I can't even picture that because I remember like thirty yeah. just dedicated to orchestral stuff. That's amazing. And then another thirty dedicated just and you to and you think back, about it, you hear it because it's yeah. like you said, the wall of sound. It's you can pick, you can you can pick out just one thing and listen to it. And there's so much going on at one yeah. at any one given time. You um, know what's funny is like I I thought about uh, Ishan. From oh, Isan. Isan. from uh, Emperor, Emperor. Mm-hmm. and he had uh, talked about writing and writing in several guitar tracks. Yeah, and writing uh, he writes in fours and fives guitar tracks or more. Okay, wow. so when you're writing a song, it's not just one guitar track; it's several guitar tracks all doing different things. And I'm like, how the fuck do you even make sense of it? How do you even? Uh, Make that's, it, what, uh, being make a, it, that's what being a composer is, make right? it, But I don't know how you do that. Yeah. And I was thinking, when I play guitar, I barely even have the second one in mind. I don't know <laughs> what the fuck you guys do. Because, well, I know you write in, right? I don't know how the fuck you do that shit. And, and, and much less write four or five plus mm-hmm. guitar tracks. What is which one different doing? Maybe you're doubling up. That's fine. That's whatever. But that's, to me, it's, it's, it's the strangest thing in the world. But I think it's pretty amazing that uh, you have... Someone doing this with the sounds, a couple hundred different sound bits, whatever. Going, going on through. at once. Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, <laughs> and it's I mean, funny. It's, and it's, it's, it's funny. Your head, and dude. Going, it's yeah, your head. And going back to when I first heard him. So when I first heard Devin Townsend, you know, I heard City, and then shortly after you know, that same year, but early later on that year, I heard you know, as heavy is a really heavy thing. And at the time, that's oh, all yeah. he had. That's all he had for strapping. He just had those two albums. He didn't have anything else. And then I found I went down the rabbit hole on Napster of all things. And I just Shout out to Napster. Right? I fucking back when before Metallica did their thing with him, I fucking typed in Devin Townsend into Napster and I got a bunch of hits and I got fucking Ocean Machine. I had gotten fucking um, Infinity, Physicist. I had heard all Damn, you went on through all those? Yeah, dude. This is back in like two thousand, two thousand one when I was close to graduation. I graduated two thousand one. And so he had all these things already done, dude. And, oh, shit, Ocean was 97. So, like, I didn't know. I was like, holy shit. I, I didn't think, I didn't even think he had solo shit. I just thought, whatever. I just thought I'd type it in, because you never know. And fucking, he did all this shit. And I, and I remember, like, just listening to it. It sounded nothing like Strapping a Lad. Nothing like it. Because Strapping a Lad's fucking heavy as shit. This shit was fucking melodic. It was progressive. And it just fucking blew my fucking mind, dude. Yeah, I, yeah. I think Ocean Machine was one of the first albums that I had heard. Album makes me cry, dude. That, go on record. That fucked me up. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That, yep. Fuck you up. It Perfect. Was, it was one of those albums that, because I, I didn't know either. Like I'm just checking out. Because I I started backwards. Remember, I went with Accelerated Evolution. Yeah. And backwards at that yep. time. Yeah. It was that's the only one out at that time. So I started listening to everything else at that time and. When I heard Ocean Machine, I was like, this is it, dude. Dude. What the fuck, dude? Dude, and then, everything about this. Yeah. The first song I heard off of this was fucking Hide Nowhere. And that song, that fucking the opening riff and everything, it's he still does the same kind of vocal style, the ah, like the rough yeah. that he's known for. And it's just, but it's got such an upbeat, 
like dun 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 yeah. dun dun like yeah. it, it, it uses like these rhythms that you don't these melodies that you don't think about like you would never imagine like I could never come up with that and it sounds so simple when you think about it but then like in hindsight you're like holy shit how did he come up with that like holy fucking hell I like Regulator Regulator's fucking dope. It's real fucking chuggy. Life. Um, Night and Bastard. Night. Oh my god, dude. Night. Yes. Bastard, not one of the better days. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> not one of the better days and the girl from the Blue City. It's a fucking... Bastard is a fucking 10-minute epic that he wrote. Very um, um, mellow. Kind of builds up. And then the Death of Music. Um, I don't know if you guys really delve into that one. It's a really long song. Mm-hmm. It starts off with just kind of like a electronic, like a do do do, like a real somber beat. But the lyrics are fucking amazing. Like so, I'll go against the grain, okay, and say that I don't, I don't get the hype for what? on that song. Really, yeah, dude. The, for me, not, not my favorite. Really? Well, I mean, I could see that. It's not. It's a, it takes a long time to get going. As songs go, and it even has that one moment towards the end where, like, I think it's Devin talking to someone else about whatever. But um, I just love the fucking the look up the lyrics. The lyrics are fucking amazing. No, lyrics, lyrics are great. Yeah, uh, that's what it is for me. And then, of course, uh, Thing Beyond Things, which is such a fucking uh, beautiful, beautiful song. That song, actually, my wife loved that song. Again, Miss Country Girl. She loves that song. <laughs> I have to emphasize, she's a country girl. She loves listening to country. Yeah. And she's like, oh my goodness, this song. Oh wow, these lyrics. He's so heartwarming, so touching. And then it ends with the, <sighs> the yeah. fucking scream. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm like, yeah, he just did that because Devin's a fucking weirdo. <laughs> he still has to let it out. He's got to get it out there. <laughs> That's such a great song, though. Things Beyond Things is a song that, honestly, it, it, it um, gives me goosebumps. Yeah. It fucking almost makes me nauseous because it, yeah. it just hits this moment. So, for the longest time, I always thought that he actually wrote this album by himself. Mm-hmm. So, I'm pretty sure he wrote the whole thing on his own. But he had a lot of people helping him out. Uh, primarily, I wanted to, uh, I think... I guess special thanks to is Marty Chapman on drums and Jr. Jr. Harder or Junior Harder, whichever one you mm-hmm. want to say on bass. <laughs> we salute you. <laughs> so thank you for that. Yeah, but obviously Machine, Devin. Obviously Devin is the most. Oh, Ocean Machine is a cover to cover. Listen, I love it. I love it to death. Yeah, yes. I think this is uh, an essential. <laughs> listen, if you're. Looking into getting into Devin Townsend, mm-hmm. I think Ocean Machine is a uh, is one a must, er- it's it a is, must it's listen. One of his earliest listen. It's one yeah. of his earliest solo albums. Yeah. Uh, also, I wanted to bring up that he did do a pedal with Moore, and it's also called the Ocean Machine. And basically, it's a lot of reverb and delays and stuff like that. But you could. You could uh, actually um, customize it like a motherfucker. Yeah, and it's a couple hundred dollars. I think it's like two fifty on Amazon, maybe three hundred, and it gives you uh, a lot of the sounds that he's been uh, that that he's been known to do. Uh, I actually want to get one, but um, you know, it's kind of a little, for me. It's a little expensive, a little rich. Two fifty, <laughs> three hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's also called the Ocean Machine, and it's with oh. the company called Moore, mm-hmm. uh, Moore, 
And so if you want to kind of get his sounds or close to, the Ocean Machine pedal is out there as well. You should uh, uh, go back in time real quick and let's yeah. talk about a uh, fucking... Uh, yeah, so so <laughs> before we go forward... Yeah, let's go back we, just a little bit. We want to go into this one album called Punky Brewster, Cooked on Phonics. It came out in 96, a year before Ocean Machine. Yeah. Um, this was um, basically... So to me, okay, yeah, go for it. So obviously, to me, it's a it's, it's a parody on, on on metal and I mean on punk and uh, yeah. punk rock, and I always I don't know why I always thought it was on all those like Blink One Eighty Two bands or whatever, but it turns out that it's not really because it came out ninety six. Yeah. So it's not really on them. It's just like like. Before they even existed. Like, we're talking more like Green Day, yeah. Offspring. Yeah. yeah. And so he's talking about, you know, like, these guys. He even says in the album, think Green Day, let's go. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But it's know? funny. It's funny how, like, he pokes fun about all these people. And it's got, it's got like, fucking uh, sk- uh, skits and everything. It's yeah. real silly. Yeah. It's uh, basically the, 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 the short version of it is it's, it's about a band. Uh, from South Central Poland called Cryptic Corner. Cryptic Corner. This <laughs> <laughs> such a fucking crazy. And it's a stupid thing. And they're fucking playing like a show, and like they're getting booed off stage, and they're like, "We gotta save this fucking show." I broke so, the string. Yeah, and then while they're playing, they broke the string. And they're like, "Man, they're fucking gonna eat us alive. We gotta do something." And then play they fucking, a punk beat. Yeah, can you play a punk beat? And then like, you gotta tune the guitars up. Give me a minute. Yeah. And you hear yeah, yeah, like, yeah. you hear the oh no, yeah, 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 fucking tuning the guitars up and yeah. shit. It's like, all right, I'm gonna get my hair cut. And then they get into. <laughs> Fake punk. Fake punk. Dude. I'm a fake punk. That's a fucking cool song too. It's though. a silly. It's a silly album. Um, yeah. He definitely did it like tongue in cheek. Being silly. Yeah, it's like a it's like a scary movie. It's, it's making type. fun of how how easy it is to be a punk sensation yeah. if you fucking throw away everything that you I are. Sell your soul. Pretty much throw everything throw away everything that you are and fucking go for the easy dollar and how easy it is to be successful if you really want to be by just writing a fucking catchy riff or whatever. But I love how they're the intro the But the, as we are cryptic core But as punk bands go, it actually doesn't sound bad. It sounds really good. So I will from the mid to to late nineties, I will put Punky Brewster to any of your shitty punk bands <laughs> from that time. And it's, it's, it's every hilarious. single time Punky Brewster. This is one you will, will you will have to look up like on YouTube or online. It's not really yeah, you, streamable you, you anywhere. You could probably buy it somewhere. Probably. It, it is on Spotify. It is on Spotify. I okay. sound corrected. Thank you. Yeah, because it's not on it's not on it's not on uh, Apple Music. Yeah, it's not anywhere. Uh, but the one thing is, <laughs> I think my funniest one, which is a fucking, which one is it? Is it the girl next door or Lario's? Um, where it sounds like all fifties and shit. Um. I always like the one where he's well. It's a sketch. I think it's going into um, fucking <laughs> heavy. Oh, it's the opening to Heavy Metal Mama. There's a little fucking sketch that yeah. goes into it where he's fucking um, <laughs> like he's already a successful punk rocker and he takes yeah. a girl to like his room and she finds all this all heavy, the posters. Yeah, yeah. She finds all this heavy metal shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's like yeah, yeah. It's like and then she goes oh gross. And she yeah, walks yeah. out. He's like yeah, oh god. Yeah, and, he's, and he talks like a chipmunk. Yeah. They're all like, they they all sound like, like chipmunks. Yeah, if you look on the cover art, they look like little chipmunks on toilet yeah, paper. Yeah, the chipmunks, yeah. It's hilarious. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Sorry, I just want to go back and just drop a quick mention for that shit. That shit's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> so we have... 
Devin Townsend. He's a uh, Doctor Skinny. His main and, vocals and guitar. <laughs> and Lord Stinkclore, uh, the brutal sword of Baphomet's greasy spoon. <laughs> <laughs> you have John Randall Harder. Also does bass vocals. He plays Squid Vicious. <laughs> Squid Vicious. Is that Sid Vicious? That's fucking good. That's great. Uh, we have uh, Adrian Joker, White, Joker King of the. Oh, he also plays Joker. Joker King of the Orcs. Uh, battering old containers of poop strewn from the bowels of pure nasty hell. Nice. Wow. So Adrian we have White. White. Uh, he dances with chickens. I heard that. Did he say that at some point in the album? Dances so. with chickens. Yeah. <laughs> he plays drums. And hysteria. And hysteria. And he's also underwater. A uh, rotting corpse sucker from the world beyond and the one the before, before the last, last one. That's pretty funny. <laughs> That's so stupid. So Jed Simon actually played on this. Byron Strud played on this. Oh, wow. Pete of shit. Pete of shit. Old, Pete of shit. old, old gay, gay punk, punk dude. dude. Baby Onions. Chauffeur to, to the, the stars. stars. This is, has to be from the inlay. Yeah. That's pretty fucking <laughs> That's funny. That's great. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, if you're looking for a little bit uh, comedic, mm-hmm. funny, but still good punk. But solid. Punky it's Brewster. still a good listen. Absolutely. I mean, then even the name Cooked on Phonics is fucking genius, too. <laughs> all in itself, it's great. And then, um, so we go into the next album here, which is Infinity, which, from uh, what I understand, is the album that nearly killed him. He, oh, shit. He was um, heavily uh, fucked up on drugs when he made this album. And he's got on record saying that he nearly died making this shit, this fucking album. Um, that he being has said, major bipolar disorder at this point, right? Yep. So he's, you know, he, he's, he tried to just take drugs, but instead of getting proper help, he no. just fucking tried to just. As someone I can go on record, I do suffer from bipolar disorder. I suffer from depression, anxiety. I suffer from all that fun stuff, and there is, you know, definitely help for it, but. Um, he went on the he you know he went kind of the he went down the rabbit hole of uh, fucking drugs and whatnot. Um, he did check himself into a mental hosp- a health hospital where he was finally diagnosed to have bipolar disorder, um, which probably helped uh, in med- immensely. Yeah, with trying to figure out what was going on and, and his emotions and like trying to figure and, out. And, what and, and honestly, there. if you break it down, his music is bipolar. I mean, he's got Absolutely. he's got oh. the one side the one coin where he's if if you don't have some broken part of you yeah i i find it hard to make good music that's true music comes from a lot of good music and not always but mostly well, it comes from hardship it comes you know, from experience uh, you know. Mm-hmm. the uh when their mother died yeah. right that album uh it's on that album uh it's all purple. Yeah. <laughs> it's all purple. It's all purple. <laughs> purple. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I talk about Athema a lot because they they deal with loss. Yeah. A lot, and they they seem to have a handle on on bringing this loss and making music that's pretty fucking amazing, you know. And they they like change it and shit, you know. What I mean? Uh, it's Judgment That's yeah, when their mom died And they wrote that whole album It's a fucking outstanding album Anyways So but, um, Yeah 
And I mean, he's gone on record saying that, you know, it was his bipolar disorder that helped him kind of create the two sides of himself, which is one side, Strapping a Lad, the rage, the anger, his hatred for the music industry, and then the other side, which is like Ocean Machine and whatnot, which was, you know, honestly quite the opposite if you run a, in contrast, right, of what he's what he did with Strapping a Lad. Um, it says here, though, you know, if you look into his history, it says after being discharged from the hospital, uh, Devin found that everything just clicked. And he was able to write his third solo album, Infinity, which he described as the parent project of City and Biomech. Ocean Machine. Uh, Devin Townsend uh, returned to the studio, accompanied by drummer Dream Hogman, to work on the album, on which uh, Townsend played most of the instruments. But this is what's funny. So he claimed that Infinity is partly part of an experiment with LSD and other psychedelic drugs. Which was fucking interesting. Yeah. I don't see it when I hear the album. I don't hear that. It's kind of weird. I mean, no, I so, don't think it's weird. Well, think about it. So you start off with you know Truth, which he brought back for Transcendence, but Truth you know starts off with this. It sounds like Devin Townsend. It sounds like could have been very well been on an Ocean Machine. It's yeah, it's got that same watery sound. Just uh, yeah, you could picture the ocean while listening yeah. to that fucking opening riff. You go into Christine, which is very poppy, very catchy. Outstanding. It's a beautiful song. Um, you know, and from there you go into Bad Devil, which you have to admit, That's my favorite. it gets a little weird. That's my favorite. It gets a little weird. Uh, Bad Devil, he has that whole fucking, he has his voice like slowed down. Yeah, then he has this weird <laughs> like, the, I don't know how to explain it, but it breaks down differently. And oh yeah, with the, the horns. And yeah, 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 yeah. That's my favorite song on the album. Oh, Bad Devil's great. Uh, fucking ants is fucking silly. Yeah. It's a, I don't know how to describe it, man. Fucking ants is the. Dun, 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 dun. Like, I don't know. It sounds silly. It's uh, he's uh, like singing really high pitched and really war. fast. Dude. War is a fucking other good one. War is fucking great. Soldier from Cadillac is fucking great. Colonial Boy is fucking great. Uh, my favorite song on this album is actually the last song, which is Noisy Pink Bubbles. No way. Yep. It's just such a cool song. It's. Um, and he goes, but it's got a fucking cool fucking. He just sings so. He kind of cruised on that song. It's just a great fucking track. Um, Did you know Pink Noise is actually uh, background noise? No, I didn't. Like brown noise or well, I've heard brown, of the, brown. I've heard of the brown, the brown, the brown note, right? Makes you Not the same. <laughs> Yeah, well, the the, the, there's that brown out, right? And metal, you yeah. brought it, brought it up. I heard that one before. Yeah. So is that the thing? So is pink noise like similar to like white noise, or it's got a slightly different tonality? Okay. So but where white noise is more like yeah, right. Pink noise is like. Okay, interesting. I so never, same, I honestly didn't fucking know that. Same See, you're fucking thing, so, but different. Sorry, Brian, dynamic. here, man. You're bringing the science. You're bringing the science to it. Man. Yeah, I'm not scientific at all. <laughs> um, but um, what do you think of Infinity? Did you ever check it out? No, I can't. You can't speak too much to it. A song that was on there that I could remember. Okay, remember. It is his earlier shit. So again, as you mentioned, you got on record. You are an earlier adopter to the ways of Devin. I'm a new dev head. You're a new, you're a new convert. Um, check it out, man. 
Yeah. Infinity is it's weird. It's out there. I guess That's it, what I like. It, it it's. I showed you Crotch Duster. You sure did, <laughs> and I've listened to it since then. Uh, man, fuck Crotch Duster. <laughs> I remember we would go play golf listening to that shit. Anyways, um, <laughs> remember that shit? Yeah. <laughs> it was hot that day. Anyway, <laughs> but yeah, dude, like, um, check it out, man. It, it's definitely one of his more avant-garde albums for sure. It, it's, oh, that's what I like. But still within what Devin is yeah. and what he sounds like. So we'll definitely uh, play some tracks tonight for sure. Is that a mosquito? Yeah. Motherfucker. Motherfucker! Got him. No way. I think I Yep. Blood? Uh, nope, he didn't bite nobody. But All he's right. dead as shit. I need a napkin. You want to meditate real quick? No, nah, I got it, man. Oh, okay. I wiped off my jeans. Go wash them tomorrow. <laughs> um, yeah, man, so Infinity. Early shit, very early. I mean, so like, you see there, 1998, dude. So Nine fucking eight. It's, he did it a long time ago, man. Same um, same year, StarCraft. That was a good game. Came out. Was, but we talk about games here, too, so don't say yeah. okay. yeah, yeah, StarCraft. Um, I like perspective. Sure. You're like thinking, yeah, no, but that helps. Like, if you think about what other shit came out in that fucking year, it's like, holy fuck. What was I doing in 1998? Playing StarCraft, because I know I was. Fucking Protus. They have shields. No. Zerg, Zerg man. You're a fucking Zerg rusher? Zerg or nothing. You're a Zerg rusher, aren't you? Yeah. You, do, you send Zerg leads in the first I two do, minutes. I uh, do <laughs> six pull rush. Mm. Zerg leads. Yeah, it's pretty brutal, man. That's an army in itself. So shortly after Infinity... Um, we get Physicist. Um, Physicist, again, from his earlier catalog. You'll like Physicist, man. Physicist is... Um, he called, Devin's got on record calling it diet strapping. Okay. So it's heavy. It's aggressive. It's heavy. Very, uh, again, that wall of sound that he's uh, known for. Um, very, but catchy. Whereas Strapping a Lad is vulgar and angry and dark and just his fucking wall of frustration that he's been going through at the time. Physicist is heavy, and it's got a lot of the trappings that Strapping has, but it's not as negative. It's almost got like a upbeat, positive tone to it, while still being fucking double bass drums, and I think, again, I think Gene's on that album as well. And it's just fucking, um, just ambient as hell. Um, the final track is called Planet Rain, and it's about, it's a ten minute epic. It's very, very progressive, and it's very, very, um, very beautiful. Like just amazing. I like when he gets out of his element. He does like a fucking long song. He doesn't do it often, right? I mean, most of his songs are within your ten, typical four-minute, five-minute range. But then every now and then, Devin does a fucking long-ass epic song, and um, you know, definitely, definitely, uh, just groundbreaking, man. Um, Dave, I mean, uh, the one song that stands out from Kingdom. fucking Kingdom. Again, song so good, he had to, he had to do it up. He had to do it again. He had to do it again with his uh, with his uh, uh, um, Yeah, and he did that on Epic Loud. Yeah, he redid it. But Kingdom originally came from this album. Yeah, but his his 
showcase on EMG mm -hmm. on YouTube. Yeah. Him playing it by himself. Mm -hmm. Just fucking going balls out. I mean, I think that video has like six million views. Oh, wow. Some crazy number. He deserves it. But uh, that was another another window into his soul. It's amazing. Well, Physicist is a great album, but you're talking about just a solo album. Right? Just, the, the, the well, video. just that single song. The video. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the video. Yeah. Kingdom is the one song that I guess it spoke most to him and he just kind of kept it with him over the years. I was telling Will about Planet Rain, uh, fucking um, love minute epic. Mm -hmm. um, beautiful, beautiful song. Ends with fucking rain sound effects. This is beautiful. Oh, brings back so many memories listening to that shit, man. But Physicist is great. It's an album I feel that gets kind of brushed under the uh, hub of some of those other ones. I, I feel like that one is also still a way to. He still scratched his strapping itch. Yeah. Well, this one, like I said, know. I mean, it's, he he's gone on record saying it's diet strapping. Yeah, it's it really is, and and I just I'm, I don't know, it's a fucking great album. I love the how way it starts, the the open, the, and by mean by opening is like the, just the way it opens up to all the other tracks. It's a fucking great album. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, Planet Rain is a fucking outstanding track. Definitely check it out. Um, again, if you, it's another good taste of the heavy side of David Townsend. So definitely check it out, man. Um, heavy Debbie, Heavy Debbie Records. Um, yeah, so I think Terrio was like the end of an era for Devin Townsend. Uh, definitely I, one of his more progressive albums. I, I think I could agree with that. Mm -hmm. uh, um, I think one of the songs that I really, really, really gravitated towards was Stagnant. Yep. Stagnant to me was it's beautiful, yeah. but it don't mean shit, shit for me. me. Yeah. <laughs> it's a fucking, it's a fucking um, just <sighs> hell of a song. I love nobody's here. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, track yeah. number eight. Yeah, nobody. Yeah. I like when he goes. The was it? I think I know. I do. Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, it's yeah. just like it's such a beautiful slow song just to hear him just. In his little singing voice saying, yeah, yeah. fuck off. <laughs> I think this is the one, I think, I think. hold on. If I want to go back to Stagnant, I think Stagnant's the one that I always thought about. He sings about the, um, the weather, kind of. But he's talking about his allergies, isn't he? Pretty much. Like how it sucks. Because it starts off with, summer's here, yeah. <laughs> the springtime meets <laughs> the day. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and he's talking about how... The winter's gone. <laughs> yeah, and he's no talking about how it feels. Shades of gray. And he just, <laughs> and he, yeah. When you listen to it, it sounds yeah. funny, dude. He's just bitching about how he fucking hates the summer. <laughs> <laughs> Which is great. Which is yeah. We can, us here in we the hate, desert can hate. agree with that. So yeah, yeah man. And it's uh, definitely Terry is like kind of like. I feel it's when he started getting. It's kind of like since Infinity, right? Yeah. It's one of his more weird albums. This one I was this already... This was, this was uh, uh, I think, weirder. Yes. And I was already... At this point, when this album came out, I was already an initiate. I was already a fan. I was already on board with him. And I remember um, I was working at Pizza Hut at the time when this album came out. Yeah. And I had gotten a fucking killer tip day, and I went to FYE. And so at the time, all I had from Devin was from fucking mix CDs I made off of Napster. That's all I had from him. And then I had I had I had made like almost two hundred dollars in tips. It was a Super Bowl Sunday or some shit, but I made a fuck ton of money. 
I fucking uh, the next day it was a uh, I went uh, to the store to the mall here in town and I went to Fye, and you know how the uh, Inside Out started releasing Devin's album Stateside. Yeah. Well, I didn't know that, and so I found literally every Devin Townsend album up to that point. Um, through Inside Out. There, through Inside yeah, Out at Fye, yeah. I fucking bought every single one. One of them being. Terrio. Yep. Yeah. I didn't even know what Terrio was. All I saw it was it said Devin Townsend. It just it, came it was out. A recent yeah. release. Yeah. So I fucking listened to it, and just like anything else, I love so it. Yeah, I, I, I um, think I think it's great. It's uh, the only thing that I still kind of have with it is that he still wasn't a hundred percent on his vocals. Like mm-hmm. with, uh, I don't think he a hundred percent trusted his claims yet. Yeah. Uh, he was still very rough. So yeah, more it's still, of the, still the, kind of the raspy style that he's known for. Yeah. Um, the one song that I really love is fucking uh, Earth Day. Earth Day is fucking awesome. It's such a great song. Here, look, hold on. Earth Day, Deep yeah. Peace, yep. The Fluke, No One, Nobody's Here, and Stagnant. Yeah. Definitely. To me, it was a badass song. Definitely but it's, this album, when you listen to it already, like just on its own. Peace and it's, it's an entirety. Yeah. There's, you get this nice sense of serene, like serenity uh, when listening to it. The album it's, is kind of rooted great, in nature. Um, yeah, he, that's why. He, he mentioned that uh, what inspired him was he was just looking outside his window, yeah. having breakfast, and just started thinking about, you know, I should write about Earth. Yeah. Hence the name Terrier. Yeah. And he did. And it's, you know, again, it's, uh, it's an album with a theme. I mean, hence the titles. Uh, Mountain, Earth Day, Deep Peace, Canada, mm-hmm. uh, Down and Under, The Fluke, Nobody's Here. I want to say Deep Peace is the one that starts off with the whales calling and shit. Um, starts off with that real beautiful acoustic. But it's a beautiful song, uh, beautiful, beautiful album. Definitely another amazing listen. It is a long album, but most of his proggy albums are. And uh, I've heard none of these songs. None? Yeah, again, you know, yeah, Will's gone on record saying that he hasn't heard, <laughs> you know, early 2000s Devin. But, um, so, so as far as, you know, going into it, I mean, then we have Ziltoid the Omniscient. Um, well, that's not, that's not true. Let's, well, let's go with uh, Accelerated Evolution. Okay, that's fair. Let's go with, which is basically okay. Yeah, so, yeah, there was a point where Devin recruited some uh, group of guys. And he started the Devin Townsend Band. And he opened this up with the album Accelerated uh, Evolution, which we went on record last week uh, saying that, holy fuck this album. Holy fuck. Holy fuck. He's on board. Holy fuck. (laughs) Let's go ahead. Go ahead, man. What what are your thoughts on it? Uh, No, well, just... uh, Again, I haven't listened to it from one to nine. Mm -hmm. But... Again, Deadhead. Yep. I'll keep going back to that. That was that's so the I'm one that fucking dead. <laughs> that was the In one the that fucking, that's the one that fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the one that got your attention. Yeah. yeah. Even the the old recording of him doing it. Yeah. It wasn't as technical. In the Royal Royal, Royal Albert. Yeah. yeah. But even that performance sold me. Storm, um, Storm is awesome. Fucking, and again, me and David went on. Um, have you ever heard "Slow Me Down"? Uh, probably. Damn. 
if you, okay, if you can't think of it, then we're gonna have to play it for you later. Cause yeah. slow me down. That yeah. song gives me goosebumps. Yeah, it puts me in a good mood. Yep. it's an upbeat. I mean, you can tell it's only less than five minutes long. It's an upbeat, poppy song, but the lyrics, the rhythm, the fucking energy behind it. Yeah, it just fucking just mm. totally is like a mood changer. It is a bad day. It. Definitely. It's a fucking great song for having a bad so day. So if you, if you can't think of it, then you haven't heard it clearly. So you okay. need to we need to show it to yeah, you. Okay. It is such a fucking yeah. You yeah. could you could be having like a rough day at work, dude. You put this shit on with, when you get in the car, fucking hit the road I, and just. Oh. I wonder if this is potentially the the beginning, I guess. First, uh, when he started doing stuff that kind of sounded more poppy, because you have Traveler. Uh, well, I don't I'm know. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. Storm isn't necessarily an easy listen either. I mean, Def Charge maybe. Random analysis more. is. Yeah. Deadhead is not an easy listen. No, either. not at all. Suicide uh, either. I, I beg to differ. Like, no, we're talking good. about we're talking about like for the casual listener, like the casual, just a, a normal, no, uh, non metalhead no. is what we're talking about. You beg to differ. You still think it's an easy listen? No. I don't think so at all. <laughs> I think if you're in, into like this sort of music and stuff like that, absolutely, it'll be okay for you. But if it's people who are not like non musicians, Sunday afternoon room, also. I, well, okay, so the reason I say that is okay. because I showed it to my mom. Okay, okay. And she already knows I'm a metalhead. Whatever she gets, she gets it. But on. Uh, the the parts you would expect people to react to, she. To it. Yeah. All right. Hey, you go. My mom likes Nightingale, so it happens. That's right. That's right. My dad likes Opeth. Yeah. Oh yeah. It happens. So that's pretty cool. It happens. It happens. But yeah, definitely. Uh, Accelerated Evolution goes on record as being one of my favorite, if not my favorite, work he's ever done. Yeah. It's, such a I, great, I, it's I, just the pinnacle. It's that fucking crossing over point. Um, it was right before he, we you know, a little before we we started going into more of the progressive side. Um, it was still very metal. The album. gentleman, gent, the the gent part of him, which is like in uh, deconstruction and whatnot. Right. But definitely, and then uh, let's talk about the uh, follow up album. What's his? Um, how do you pronounce that? Sincestra, Sincestra. Yeah, I don't know how to say it. Sincestra. Yeah, Sincestra. Um, this is the follow-up album he did uh, as the Devin Townsend band. This album, totally different. Nothing like no, Accelerated no. Revolution. Nothing not even like a little it. bit. A no. uh, little more out there, a little more avant-garde in a lot of areas. Super avant-garde. Absolutely. Um, I think you went on record saying Vampira is your jam. Yeah, I think that's probably... <laughs> the straight you, don't up like, you don't like Vampolka? The one that goes into Vampolka's it? Vampolka's cool. The little key. Yeah, <laughs> it's cool, but Vampira's my jam. Yeah. Uh, I forgot if it's also... It's, it's a Triumph? Ba, 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 ba. Is it that one or is yeah. that Let It Roll? Uh, no, I think it's Triumph. No, wait. Yeah, you're right. It I is think Triumph. It's Triumph. Yeah, yeah. Triumph's fucking another, awesome. Another dope-ass song is actually Notes from Africa. Um, That's a good one, too. That's such a great yeah, fucking yeah. song. Um, it's a great album. Um, it starts off just off fucking kilter, dude. But it is... I think this is, like, the most... I think probably... I don't want to say bizarre, but the weirdest one. It's... it's a, It rivals Infinity with the weirdness. I don't know why that one isn't weird. That one's not weird, but okay. Then this one is... 
Well, yeah. Uh, I'll give it to you, man. It, it does have a lot of changes, a lot of mix-ups. Uh, yeah. Fucking Gaia is another fucking great track. Looking at the list here. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, definitely another. Uh, for, look, I'm gonna go on record saying every Devin Townsend album for me is a listen, begin to end listen for me. Like I listened to all of them many, many times over the years. Um, I remember I because like at the time I was, I was always just like one of the guys that would just go to the the you know the Fye or the all that music here in town and I remember I I went to Fye just to look around and then I just happened to see it there and I was like holy fuck you got another album and I fucking bought it right away <laughs> um, yeah he was yeah. he was I guess just pumping shit out left and right he dude. totally was dude it's just such a great fucking listen. Um, I mean, again, just because I like Accelerator Revolution more doesn't mean it's less of an album. It's fucking... <coughs> yeah, that's... <laughs> awesome in its own right. I think that's important to yeah. kind of... Awesome in its own right, 100%. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, um, I still think... I, I, Every album that we've talked about, I still think you should listen to. Yeah. We're going to leave out some albums purposely mm-hmm. because, uh, for example... Casualties are cool. Uh, no, we're going to include. Oh uh, no, I don't think so, sir. Uh, yes, that's absolutely not. I. I mean, if you want, if you want to, if we want to talk about it for a couple minutes and that being your favorite, that's cool. Man. Okay. I think uh, when we get to we need to do this, when we get to this year, we'll do that. <laughs> but for right now, <laughs> that was a little, that was a little fucking tense, dude. I was like, for, shit. For for us, a gonna, for us, it's gonna be a a no. You and Gonzo, yes. yeah, that's fine. Okay, I will have and, I, and I told him, and I've got on record, like you know, I'm in the sun. Yeah, he will talk about casualties of cool. He wants to. Well, I guess more power to you, dude, because I can't do that. I wait. I can't do that. Eh, you know, it's not bad music, but, but no, it's just, it's, it's different for him. Uh, it's questionable. Don't give me my time. <laughs> give him his time. It's questionable. We'll get to it in a sec. So let's so. get let's get to Ziltoy. Ziltoid, have you you've heard Ziltoid? Yes. Oh my God, Ziltoid, heavy as shit. The, the pooses. Well, this is the first one. So oh. this one is this called Ziltoid? We're, we'll get to the. We'll get oh to no, the, wait, I'm sorry. I only did. You only Z2. heard you only heard Z two. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll talk about Ziltoid real quick. Uh, fucking Ziltoid, the omniscient. Um, it's classic so, Devin. It's fucking heavy yeah, it as is. shit. It really is. It, it's it's got the silly overtones of this whole space invasion. Alien coming in because he's looking for the perfect cup of coffee. That whole thing. Yeah, that's his. That's his whole. That, that, that's Ziltoid. That's all yeah. he wants. He wants the perfect cup of coffee. Yeah. But uh, this album is cover to cover, just straight Devin. It's heavy as shit. Um, I want to say he originally had released it online through HeavyDevi.com for free. Uh, this was back in what year? Two thousand seven. Yeah. So this was. I think it was still like MySpace. I don't even think Facebook. Facebook was a thing yeah. yet. But he did release it online for free, and I, I was one of the people that did download it, and I fucking burned it to a CD. But it's a fucking great fucking I, album. I think it's great because you have cool songs like By Your Command. Dude, my favorite is Solar fucking Winds. Zootodia Attacks. Yeah. That is my favorite album, man. It's just everything. Song. I, uh, sorry, thank you. My favorite song, man. It's yeah. fucking heavy as shit, yeah. dude. Dude, Planet Smasher. Planet Smasher is fucking with good. That was great with uh, the one we saw the live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what was it? The uh, Rental Circus. Rental Circus. That yeah, was yeah. fucking great on that one. There's a little Ziltoid segment yeah. on that on that on yeah. that show, man. That, 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 that show was basically like a evening with Devin Townsend. Yeah, it was a, a little bit of everything. 
whole thing, yeah. Um, of course, Hyperdrive. Mm-hmm. That, that's like the, the hit off of that album. If you yeah, I like that one better than the one with Annika on Addicted. I like both. I, I don't know how you could do it. You've heard, you've heard Addicted, right? Yeah, the the hyperdrive is the one that the song were. It's very poppy. Yeah, it's very yeah. It's, <laughs> um, it's all yeah. It's on the album "Addicted" from Devin Township Project. It's uh, got um. Annika. Yeah. Yeah, it's got her yeah, on vocals. Yeah. yeah, it's got her on vocals doing the whole song basically, but the original version here on Ziltoid, um, it's Devin singing. She's she's awesome. I love her. But just don't do a hyperdrive. I wait. It's brutal, dude. Wow. Just don't do a hyperdrive. Do everything else with him. I just don't do that love one. Love her version. This, this is his. his. So I do love that as well. His is better. Process. <laughs> you know what's funny? Two versus one. You know what's funny? It doesn't matter. <laughs> because this is a better one. No, I'm just kidding. I just like Devin's voice yeah, better. Of course, of course. I just like his voice better. On it. Understandable. Um, but this is another one of those weird. Uh, uh, tongue-in-cheek funny albums to be looking for like Punky Brewster this is something like it's that it's in the same vein yeah. it's an uh, alien he's fighting fucking weird ass looking he's got buck teeth <laughs> uh, which originally I kind of feel like this is what he would have been doing if he was still puppeteering and became a metalhead <laughs> uh, this is probably what it would have been like and he has his little toy puppets so. right so he has that so I think it's pretty cool oh, yeah. uh, so if you want something a little bit strange so so the I, I, I find uh, a lot of like centering with this and that uh, I created a band with the UK guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was a black metal. Right. Right. But uh, I created another band that, uh, called Der Hanisch Elderschlag. Mm. Okay. What does that mean? Uh, I fought the horse, I think. Okay. Nice. He came up with it, but uh, <laughs> a Swedish guy. Okay, okay. Um, and we had a song called "Milk the Dog." Okay. It was a good old McDonald's, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so I I find a lot of uh, comparison with making metal. Funny. Oh, of course. Uh, yeah, so that's that's one of the things that I think is that we actually need more, yeah. like Austrian Death Machine. Like <laughs> we we need stuff like that. I think it's fucking great Parody. because yeah, because it's like it's great to be able to make fun uh, within the genre, make fun of ourselves and stuff like that, and not take it too seriously. Yeah, and but still, and that's something Devin definitely brings to the. Oh well, he's a jokester. Yep, uh, absolutely. Yeah. So I think that's pretty cool. So yeah, I get where you're coming. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's okay to fucking laugh. <laughs> yeah, you can't be fucking uh, doom and gloom twenty four seven. All the time. You can't be you can't grim and kvult twenty four seven. Kvult twenty four seven. Kvult 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 like true. You know, like that <laughs> bar in Denver. True. Like yeah. you just can't be doom and gloom all fucking day. We can't yeah, be. Laugh. We have to be like a moth. And have a grand old time drinking yeah, beer and make jokes and fucking roll down the hill and shit. So, shortly after this album came out, a couple years later, he can't even wait into finally the Devin Townsend Project. <clears throat> Excuse me. And uh, you kicking can, that off. I, I don't really... So... Yeah. We talked about this. Yes. You don't like tea. No. So, I listen to... I, I like tea cheese. Oh, we all do. 
But, but, I, but I listen to Key. Or Key. Is it Key or Key? It's a K, though. Alright, anyways. So, so we'll, we'll say. <laughs> we will say key. He will say chi. That's fine. I get what he means. So, I listened to it not too long. I actually listened to it earlier this week just to kind of re up on it. It's got its moments. It's it's a very somber, very quiet album. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely not what I go to when I think of Devin Townsend. Yeah, but yeah. That's I'm, my problem. And again, it's my fault because I have my expectations when yeah. I think of Devin, you know? Yeah. And again, it's not bad. It's got its moments. It's got its moments where he gets his fucking grrr, growls in there and shit. But it's it's just a little few and far between for me. Um, do you have something to say about it? Or? Um, I don't. Not so much? I, I, I don't think I have enough knowledge of that album. It's not, it's not a very... I mean, again, people may disagree. I don't think it's a very standout album. I, I heard a lot for of... for an overall with the Devin Townsend project. Yeah. for it overall being yeah. amazing. Yeah, and he's done ninety nine like ninety percent awesome shit with it. Um, there's this album and the an album we'll get into in a minute here that I just, you know I kind of overlooked it. I listened to it. I remember when it first came out in twenty in two thousand nine. I was like, all right. I mean, whatever. You know, it was yeah. all right. It's Devin. It's cool, I guess. But it was I remember it was the first album that I just really didn't. I could probably count the times yeah. I, I could, I'll be honest with you. I could probably count the times I listened to on one hand, and that's a shame. Same thing. Same thing here. And now, I was, but I was. See, the thing is, having heard, I mean, they came out in two thousand nine, mm-hmm. right? And you're coming back from like Ziltoid, and right. you know you're excited. You're waiting for something. I mean, we had we had we had all the shit that I discovered you're, in high school. And then all of a sudden, it's like this. It was very. It was kind of like we knew that he was coming from a different direction. And he mentioned he's going to write all these albums. Remember, right? Remember, he said he's going to write four albums in five years or X amount of time, and he did it. Yeah, but well, it's actually in two years, in three years. Yeah, right. So okay, so okay, so he came out. Whatever it happened, I was like, yes. So I was like, okay. So then later that year, Addicted came out. And that's you hate. Hmm? You hate. No. 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 We love addicted. I love addicted, my friend. Yeah. Wait, what? What was the the album that you hated? The one that you're gonna get to in a minute. Key? No, not oh, that no, one. No. Oh. There was one more. Oh, Ghost. Oh yeah. yeah. I'm not a fan yeah, of Ghost. There we go. Not even a little there bit. There we go. So addicted came out, and I loved it. It was catchy. Mm-hmm. It's and he went on record saying it's it's his pop album. He made a pop. Album. I agree. It's his pop album, but it's fucking outstanding. It's fucking it's still, still it's still heavy. It's yeah, hell yeah, dude. It's still it's still heavy, heavy as shit. It's fucking great. It's got that version of Hyperdrive that you love yes. so much. Um, it's got but no, but it's got like bend it like bender. Yeah, I, which, I like that song. That's a great song. Yeah. It, it's definitely it's it's a fucking reference to Futurama. Yeah, because he goes. See you later, losers. Yeah. I got all the money. Yeah. And that's literally from Futurama. He says that, like, what, halfways? Yeah, to the song. Halfway in the, in the bridge, basically. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, Fender Super Bender, Crush. Super Crush is awesome. All, and uh, then, what I love is that every title on this album yeah. has... Yeah. 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 That's a fucking great it's one. Such yeah. a, it's a title silly, but it's such a touchy... Do I saw him live? Beautiful song. He did it. He did it? So I love how every title in this album has an exclamation point. (laughs) Even Hyperdrive. Yeah. But yeah. I would want to see Devin 
before I die. Three times. Devin, yeah, David's seen him. I haven't seen him. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. <laughs> moving on. I might die soon. Moving I'm on. sorry, guys. I'm sorry. I've it's okay. It's okay. Three thought. You're not going to die yet. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, no, no, no. soon. No, not yet. Okay. Not, not on my watch, bitch. All right. Oh, I need someone to talk to you at work and mooch cigarettes off of. <laughs> All right, so... So <laughs> so I'll say, to me, this is the dark period. Yeah. Because I had her key, dismissed like, it. Me. Addicted, I liked. You're right. Deconstruction, dismissed. No, you didn't. What? And Ghost, I dismissed. You uh, did not dismiss deconstruction. I did. I did. You did? I did. It's heavy as shit. Well, I heard it, but it just wasn't to my liking. No way. I like. I mean, I like the jeweler. Yeah. Dular. Dular is like the best Dular. song on that album, man. Yeah. I heard that one. That's pretty cool. But I mean, there's... there's. It's, uh, it's again, this is his D-Gent album. Yeah. This is his... So, Will, talk. I know you like this album. <laughs> Gent. Hit it. Bleh. What? No. <laughs> oh, he was he was laughing because he, yeah. he got He got the joke. It's just good, man. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I, lo- I you know I mean that's, you have more to say than that. Well, let's no, talk about that's that's all I have to say. <laughs> no, I mean, it's, it's just good. good. It's fucking great. <laughs> no, but like you know, praise the Lord. It starts off. It's very trip hoppy kind of. Got this little beat to it. And yeah, yeah, it's great. And then it goes into fucking uh, fucking stand. But I, I love Jular because Jular is fucking heavy. It's that dun, 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 kind of fucking chuggy ass riff going into it, man. And then we have the Mighty Masturbator, which is 16 minutes. As it should be. Right. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, he does that whole thing. In in 16 minutes, he'd be a fucking god. Look, he does that whole thing about the cheeseburger. Look that up. Okay. He goes, you can take a cheeseburger and deconstruct it to its most basic... Well, let's look at some of the key figures. Look at that. We have Michael from Opeth. Yep. We have Fucking Paul. We have Isan from Emperor. Paul Koo. Paul Koo from is, November's Doom. This is Doom. one of his biggest fucking uh, calibrations. He's got Joe the Duplinit here from <laughs> Goji. <laughs> <laughs> we have Paul Mostel from Cynic and Death. Floor Jansen. Floor Jansen, that big, tall, beautiful yeah, woman. Yeah, she's gorgeous. Uh, look, Frederick from uh, Sugar. Sugar. Hence the Gent. The gentlemen's, the, g- the ladies and gentlemen's, the, the gentlemen's. We should make a band, yeah, at the gent band and call it the, the gentlemen. <laughs> Anyways, they um, had the Prague Phil Harmonic. Got the orchestra. dude from Dillinger Escape Plan in there. Uh, let's not even talk about him because fuck that oh, guy. Oh, calm down. Man. Fuck the Dillinger That's Escape Plan. You stop being so angry. I hate those guys. <laughs> They have an escape plan for everything. But yeah, it's it's uh, he's got a, a lot of people on this album. They have a uh, Megadeth's current drummer on there, Dirk Vermeer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He was with Soilwork. Dirk Vermeer. It's Dirk Vermeeren. Vermeeren. I'm sorry. I think that's the best pronunciation we're gonna get. Vermeer. I didn't even want to go, dude. No, that's fine. I didn't want to do it. You want to do it? Yeah. So, you, so really, man, you dismissed this album, huh? Yeah. You talk later. I'll check it out. You missed it. You, you missed it, dude. No, no, no. I didn't hate it. I dismissed it. So that means I need to check it out again. Fair. Okay. Check it out again, man. Yeah. All right, it's so... Not, it's not that I hated it. So we go to Ghost. Casualties are cool. I, I hate it. Now, that's an album that I hated. Okay, here we go. Give it to him, dude. Yes. 
This is my bitch. This is his moment. He loves Let's that. Do it. Talk to him. Talk to us. Why do you not like it? Okay. <laughs> By far it was too uh, just off the the path that I was expecting. It just wasn't. It just wasn't there. Anything. And so I you went from hard to soft. Yeah, but I heard. See, but the thing is, is I heard it like a few times. I tried. I did too. And I couldn't do it, man. I couldn't fucking do it. And are you as hard as he is? I'm not as I'm not on the, uh, as hard as he is on it. I can maybe come around on it because I do like avant-garde rich shit. And it's not that it's weird, but it's just different. It, and it's at that little different that it's a little too different. It's a too different. little too different. Yeah, yes. it's a little too different. I'm not opposed to different. Don't get me wrong. Okay. I'm not opposed to different. But the thing is, is that right, right. it came out, I was excited for it. Me too. We announced it. I was excited for it. It came out, and I was like, hmm. And I remember he texted oh. me when it first came out. He's like, what'd you think? I don't know, man. All right. It's <laughs> hmm. kind of how the comfort dialogue between between us. But talk about it, man. Hmm. And I know, I know you've, I know you've got on record talking to me and stuff, saying that you, you genuinely do enjoy this album. It's um, it's spooky country. <laughs> okay. <coughs> <coughs> okay. We're gonna allow him to recover. Okay, so Spooky Country. I've uh, never in my life heard this. Yeah. I'm intrigued. What's up? Oh, God. Uh, spooky Country. Mm-hmm. Oh. So you say it's like uh, uh, ethereal. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like you got your... Finger picking, mm-hmm. banjo shit, right? Right. You got your Johnny Cash shit. Mm-hmm. The way that Devin has done it, poured it into uh, a thing. <laughs> You're talking about the, his his style of playing. His turn mm. is, it's done. It's country, twangy, yeah. Devin Townsend style. And I love it. Fair man. I mean, again, I mean, we tried to listen to it. Um, it's cool that you dig it. Again, spooky. It's spooky country. country. I'll I'll take another peek at it because giving. I don't given, want you to. I will. Given, Given a second, uh, uh, a spooky country. Yeah, I'll listen to it again. And give it another, give it another shot. Or even ethereal country. Okay, ethereal spooky country. Yeah, I'll check it out again. That's fair. So, but real quick, we gotta go pee break. We'll be right back. Right. And we are back. So, Will. Basically, you're telling me I should go back and listen to Casualties of Cool, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. So I dismissed it, but you don't think that's fair? Um, I don't think so. Because you're looking at Devin Townsend through a lens. Mm-hmm. 
and you're expecting something. Right. Where I think because you're listening, you're I think from what I understood, from what I understood, you were listening in more of a like a guitar player way of of things, no? Not even that. like a musician of doing things. I'm I'm looking at casualties of cool through just pure enjoyment. That's hmm. not technical. There's nothing extreme about it. Mm-hmm. Right. I think what he achieved with Che is beautiful. And okay. it has nothing to do with the uh, I don't know how, I don't know how to explain it. The kaleidoscope glasses that so, you look at So let me tell you or look through Devin. So let me tell you. Expect something. So do you think it'd be? It's like the same concept of let's say two adults trying to learn a different language would be a little bit more difficult for two adults to learn a new language versus a small child trying to learn a new language. They somewhat pick it up easier. And are you saying because maybe he's newer to? Yeah, exactly. Then for us, we're like we've been listening to Devin for like almost yeah. twenty years. Yeah, and we have this expectation that, of him. Yes, that, so he does something that doesn't meet that expectation. So then correct. we're like, ah, right. We just automatically, <laughs> exactly, yeah. automatically just complete. That's I mean, actually a good way of that, putting it. Is that a fair yeah. assumption? That might be what it is, dude. The yeah. fact that you're sh- okay. you're kind of fresh on him. Yeah, you have fresh eyes. <clears throat> you have fresh ears and fresh eyes and everything. So on you're the a little more open to yeah. Hey, whatever. This is what he is. All right. That's, I, I, that's, I, I, that's pretty I cool. I agree to that. Yeah, hell yeah. Good point. Yeah, yeah. I'm not calling you a baby, by the way. <laughs> Even if you were. That's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Moving on. So, we, yeah, we're going to move on move to on. Z2. This is the one you heard. The Poozers. The <laughs> Um, I, I think like, this is a fucking cute ass album. I fucking love it, dude. Yeah, it's. it's I don't know what else to say. I like about that it, it has fucking Chris Jericho on it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's Captain it's, Spectacular. Yeah, that, that, <laughs> it's. I mean, what a fucking outstanding. I mean, that, yeah, the the name even. It, it just, Personally, um, so we have the first disc. The first disc is Blue Sky or Sky Blue. I'm sorry, which is basically like just a bunch of random little uh, songs. That Those are, are like. Yeah, they're just in the vein of Devin Townsend Project. They're just good-ass Devin Townsend fucking songs. And then you go to disc two, Dark Matters, which is the actual sequel to Ziltoid. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, we have the... um, I I actually really like War Princess. Mm -hmm. It's a really cool song. Mm -hmm. Um, I like March of the Poozers. March of the Poozers. I like Warrior. Fucking A, dude. Hell yeah, man. Um... This whole album's great. I always like that one line. You know how it has little sketches in it? And he goes, Gesundheit. <coughs> he does the part where um, he's supposed to, like, I guess, sign, like, a treaty or whatever with Captain Spectacular, yeah. a.k.a. Chris Jericho. And he goes, But you signed an agreement. I signed it in pencil with my left hand. <laughs> <laughs> how we, How stupid can you be? It's just, I remember every time I hear that fucking little line, I just makes me laugh. I did a pencil in my left hand. Uh, but uh, yeah, man, it's it's a great album. A lot of uh, yeah, again, a lot of people fucking. 
jumping on this. Attica Lingersbergen again. There she is. Chris Devitt, he's the one who plays Planet Smasher. Nice. And then we have this Chris Jericho, vocals, as Captain Spectacular. Spectacular. <laughs> this is almost, uh. This is. Got Ryan Pan. How do you say his name? Ryan Van. Uh, Poen. Poen. I don't know, man. Ryan Van. Van. Poen. Poen. It's, it's French Canadian, so how would you say it? No. <laughs> well, I don't even want to. That name's got at least uh, I don't five syllables in it. <laughs> Great. But um, yeah, man, definitely a fun, a fun little album. This album was actually crowdfunded. Yeah. It was crowdfunded, um, which I want to say he used the extra funds to make fucking. Um, No, probably went to Empath, I want to say, which we'll get to in just a minute here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, definitely Z2, it's, it's, I think it's even more silly and more funny than the original Ziltoid. The original Ziltoid is way heavier, but this is yeah. a great Oh yeah, album. by far. This yeah. is a good, this is a good album because it's got two albums on it. Yep. And I... You got one side that's just straight up Devin Townsend. And if you like, yeah, goodness. Sky Blue, I like, I like Sky Blue so much, man. Yes. So fucking good. And then the second half, you got some more silly Ziltoid. Um, so, yeah. So from there, <coughs> uh, we go into... Well, well, let's go Let's go a little bit further back. Let's go yeah, to Epic Cloud. Yeah, we did skip Epic Cloud. And Epic Cloud uh, from Devin Townsend Project. So this was actually the fifth album of the project. And this was something that... Because originally, Devin Townsend Project was supposed to be just four albums. Mm-hmm. And he went on to keep going, man. And um, I, this album's amazing. This is one of my more favorite, you know. Absolutely. Uh, we so we got you know um, for me personally save art now is one of my favorite fuck songs. yeah dude it's such a great fucking song fuck yeah and of easy, course we easy. have the the redo of kingdom, kingdom. divine uh, he kind of modernized it divine is a beautiful song. grace grace is amazing yes fuck absolutely yeah. just again another fucking cover to cover mm-hmm. just fucking listen to it epic loud mm-hmm. um, amazing came out in what 2012. Mm-hmm. So we had yeah we had the we wanted a little bit and we kind of bypassed it but just a great I think I, I don't think this is one that if you're barely mm-hmm. getting into don't skip this one listen to Epic Cloud you'll mm-hmm. you'll be happy with Epic Cloud it's poppy proggy it's just the oh, right amount yeah, yeah. it's just the right amount just the right amount so from there we have um, so a little after that so he he did come out with a well we didn't talk about Ghost well I didn't. I don't like Ghost. That's why. I, <laughs> why should we? Yeah. That's okay, a fist bump right there. Finally, we agree. Let's do this. <laughs> so yeah, Ghost. Little. Um, it should be a Ghost. Yeah, let's, let's go with it. that. People yeah, are gonna get pissed. Let let's get some people, people salty. Fuck that's, Ghost. That's fine. That's fine. Fuck Ghost, the band and the album by yeah. Devin Townsend. So we'll um, go to Transcendence. Transcendence. Amazing. Oh. Now this one masterful work, probably one of the more. So again, favorites. I, I, isn't it interesting how like with Project he brought back solo album songs? So Truth from Truth, which came from Infinity, yeah. brings back fucking Truth to open up the track. Not much different, almost identical to the original, with a little bit more of a difference in the outro because it goes into the uh, star bending, was a totally different song from Christine. Yeah, but yeah, just such a great fucking work, fucking failure. Such an amazing song. You know, I think to me, Number three. this song, this album is like 
It wouldn't be the same. Mm-hmm. Let's say, for example, mm-hmm. like I like stars. Yes. Right. Higher. Transcendence. The title Transcendence. Track. Like they, it just wouldn't be the same if those songs weren't there. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, I think this is pretty beefy when it comes to badass songs. Like it's like it is. Like you can't go wrong with this fucking album. Not even a little bit. I remember um, when it first came out, we kept yeah. playing it. We kept playing yeah. it at yeah. backyard get together. Yeah, and I, and I think just because mm-hmm. it's what. Two thousand sixteen, sixteen, yeah, recent. Let me see. Yeah, two thousand sixteen. Yeah, I mean, it's got some of his best vocals, some of the best, you know, writing, just writing that he's ever fucking done. And I honestly still think that "Stars" is one of the fucking coolest songs he's ever fucking, <laughs> fucking done. Fucking a, dude. Um, what do you think, man? Yeah, underrated song. I don't know the "Stars." What's your what, what's your jam on this one? It would be uh, transcendence. Title track. Okay. It's an amazing song. It's a good song. It's it's one that I come back to frequently. Absolutely, it's fucking amazing, dude. Um, just generally, this album is another back to form. Amazing, not too heavy, but heavy. But not too It's heavy. pretty heavy, dude. It, it is. I mean, not every song is like that. No, not at all. It's got its moments, definitely. Um, it's a good listen, man. It's just fucking just genuinely song. just enjoyable as hell, dude. Yeah. It's such a good album. And then finally... Well, we can get back to Empath. Empath. Empath's a little bit of a strange album to me. Because it's... <clears throat> The starting of it, yeah. all the way to I think Evermore, mm-hmm. is a pretty straightforward listen. Right. And then all of a sudden it, it just breaks up and starts getting all weird and a little different. You know what I mean? <laughs> Sprite is a weird song, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Sprite's the one yeah. with the I don't know, man. It sounds like a storybook. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. But I I, um, I have to admit my favorite song on this album, ironically, is one of the weirder tracks. I love Why. Why? This is the one that sounds so Disney-esque and epic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In yeah. a way, um, there's, no, there's no guitars, there's nothing that shit. I think, uh, oh, I, I wrote in my notes that this album is, if Devin fucked Enya and they made an album, <laughs> this is exactly <coughs> it. Perfect, yeah. <laughs> And it goes to I mean we have to it goes with we have to know that you know he put a lot of his own personal funds, a lot of his own heart and soul into this album. I mean his his continuing career was relying on this album's success, which thankfully we could say has done very well. Um, It's just uh, gotten as far as critique responses, it's it's generally favorable. Um, I still think it's a slow burn. Uh, If you're not if, if I mean, it's not going to be... This is for fans of Devin Townsend. Yeah. This yeah. is not for new fans, in a way. I for feel you, like... For, you have for to, it to be you your have first to already, no. no. You have to already kind of know what he is. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah, you have, you have to build up to it. You really have to build up to it and kind of... Uh, to kind of understand all the, the nuances and yeah. the peaks and valleys of that, that Devin brings, I think. Because it's a, it's a bit more difficult. Listen, I think, 
Uh, there's gonna be quite a few songs that you'll listen to easily, but the rest are not. Yeah, that's not so easy. It's not. It's, it's not. It's, it gets it's a, a little weird. Like, border, like Borderlands, a little weird. Yeah, let's just say it's a challenging. Yeah, it's a challenging listen. Sing, uh, uh, singularity. Mm-hmm. Long ass fucking song, twenty minutes. Yeah, twenty minutes. It does go into that trappings of like kind of like goes into like ambient noise for yeah. a minute. Yeah, yeah. That's is, and that's what I'm saying. It, it, there is are moments that does make it uh, difficult to listen to. And this album just came out this year, so this is his most recent yeah, release. Yeah, this just came out in April. A few no, months. March. Uh, March. Yeah. So, almost April, end of March. Yeah, so I think it's a great way so far. I'm very uh, happy with it. What? Oh, no. Disturbed? All of a sudden, all of a sudden, Will's thinking disturbed. Were you disturbed? Were you disturbed by empath? Were you disturbed by empath? Yeah. It's all good. It happened. But yeah, man, definitely uh, amazing, amazing fucking. Again, um, good work. So I'm eating a chocolate liqueur. Liqueur candy. No. And so, this. What other projects do you know of that he's done? I know he's done. He's been with Arion, right? Yeah, he's worked with Arion on a couple of albums, um, namely The Human Equation. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he did the one after that as well. Uh, he also did some production, mm-hmm. uh, well, like you said, with uh, Soil Work. He did the Soil Work? Yeah, when he said that album went on to win some awards and whatnot. Um, oh, yeah. Um, I believe it was 2004. Let's see. The album was uh, Natural Work Chaos 2002. Yeah. I mean, he used to just be a producer, you know. So, like, I mean, shit, if he, if he didn't have, um, what do you call it? If he wasn't already busy with Devin and doing other shit, mm-hmm. he'd easily make his money producing bands and, and yeah, helping he's, out he's and, and definitely, doing shit like that. Yeah, he's a storied fucking producer, man. So he's done all kinds of shit. He's done a lot of work. Um, I'm trying to think if he did anything else like musically, like as far as vocals. Besides like what he did with Steve Vai and Arion, but um, So Yeah, well, well also yeah, he did this rock and roll back called The Wild Hearts. That's right. Um, that was early in his career. That was really early in the career, Devin. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, he stuck to himself for the most part, you know. But I mean, he's he's do- he does everything. Dude. He's a complete the complete songwriter <laughs> that you could ever want. Oh yeah, you know, absolute best musician. I know if you were if you were trying to do a like a fantasy draft of musicians, this guy would be fucking drafted top. <laughs> One of the top first round picks. Fucking <laughs> okay, A, man. Yeah, he'd be drafted right away, dude. Yeah, he's definitely so. he uh, he changed music for me. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, for sure. So definitely, uh, those of you, if you already listened to him, awesome. Let's continue to support him. Yeah. So and, and again, and we we also emphasize, you know, these are some albums for you to check out. You don't have to check out every single one of them, but check some of them out, mm-hmm. and hopefully. Within your own self, you know, your curiosity that you have, you're gonna check out other things that he's done, and anything else that you know he has to offer. Absolutely. You know, 
make sure you guys uh, send us email. Send us uh, on, on that metal podcast Facebook page. It's literally called that metal podcast. podcast. Easy to find. It's extremely easy to find. <laughs> send us um, questions if you need anything, mm-hmm. or if you have any other questions. Anything we le- that we could discuss. Did we leave anything stuff. out? Do you have any comments, concerns? Do you have any ideas for future episodes? Let us know because we are always listening, believe it or not. It, uh, we are always... Whenever uh, Gonzo and I do an episode and there's time in between, those questions that I answer are those questions that people ask. And it sounds kind of strange, but I just want to keep content going. Yeah, definitely. So um, that's why I'm by myself answering these questions. <laughs> sometimes sober and sometimes not. It's, but yeah. it's up in the air. But again, I'm answering the questions. Fucking A, man. So that's what else do you need? Awesome. Uh, any closing ones? Uh, next week, what are we doing? Um, so we wanted to continue the Prague theme. Um, so we're doing the Summer of Prague. I don't know, man. We can do Dream Theater or do you want to do Anathema? Let's do Dream Theater. So they're coming out. We, we just <laughs> found out was it this morning or yesterday? Uh, today. The Dream Theater coming to El Paso. I lied tomorrow. Yesterday. Yesterday. Wow, I can't. I'm yeah. drunk. Sorry. Doesn't matter. We. Recently. This week. We found out they're coming to El Paso October 23rd, which is a Wednesday. Yep. Uh, So Um, we're going to go ahead and watch them. Absolutely. So we will go ahead and talk about Dream Theater next week. Sounds good. So with that being said, I'm Wolfman Dave. I'm Gonzo. I'm William. And (laughs) (laughs) for passion, not for fashion. See ya, suckers.